it's Christmas. Yes, second Christmas. It's like Boxing Day all over again. Boxing, Boxing Day. I went out, I tried to find my pugilistic interests. Didn't find anyone who wanted to fight. Hmm. Which is weird, because when you're in, like, Federal Way, you tend to think you're going to find people who want to fight. Sure. Because, I don't know if you've ever seen it, Federal Way... It's a lot like any city where there are some good areas and some bad areas. Mm-hmm. But the bad areas tend to be people very willing to be crazy. It's like downtown Seattle bad areas. Mm. In fact, Federal Way very much wants to be... Downtown Seattle? Yeah. Okay. It's like what if Seattle was more sprawling in feel? Because it's very sprawling in feel. You, you can open that now, Kevin. Feel free. Or do you want to do it on the podcast? You want that hot content. There's a Pikachu with a snow cap outside. Okay, he's so damn cute. He does have a little cap on. I already caught like a bunch of those. And I've even evolved one into a Raichu with a cap. Nice. And now you can catch Pokemon who have diseases. Because that thing has a snot thing coming out of its nose. No, don't want. And then they have... What looks like Santa Claus. It's a little bird with a bag. Yeah. His attack is called Present. See, Uh, though, if you want any more fun than a Gris tournament, GDQ is doing something right now. Or, well, next weekend is uh, a GDQ. See, though, right now they have... Notice from Betty? Yeah, it's right here. Sorry, I put it right next to me. It says Darnell stuff. Yes, I know. Dan will be our... Dan has got our snacks for this week. He is, he is Santa. I forgot my shirt out there, too. They're doing CGDQ, though, right now, which is a bunch of stuff they did ten years ago. Some of them gained the same speedrunner as they did previously, so it's kind of cool watching how ten years ago a game took, like, I think that's mine. Cause there's large and large. I think there's for free. Yeah. I know Darnell said, like, oh large is only green. A it's wrestler like, sent us t-shirts, guys? Dude. We know we know a wrestler who is semi-famous in his region. Who is sending us t-shirts. Yes, thank you for a t-shirt. Thank you, Bobby Bolt. Bobby Bolt. You are not Darnell. No. You are not lightning. They're yeah. two, two totally two different characters. People. people. Darnell is... Some is like his uh, mouthpiece. That's all go. we know. Yeah, that's all we've been His told. representative. Yeah, his representative. That's all we've been told. We don't know who the enigmatic Bobby Bolt is. We're not going to break kayfabe. No kayfabe breaking here. Uh, what do you got for us, Dan? Yeah, we have treats from <coughs> Hawaii, care of Darnell, and uh, his uh, lovely girlfriend. Lynn, we have some mini nori arari. We also have some sour water- watermelons that are also leafy flavored. We also have some hot soft cuttlefish. We also have some wasabi peas. Um, we also have some mui. Sweet. Don't eat the seeds, Kevin. <laughs> Can I eat the seed? You should probably not. You might get a tummy ache. Mm. Um, we have some Hawaiian host matcha chocolate, some green tea chocolate. And we also have some matcha something. 
You mentioned something specifically for Bree, correct? I forget mm-hmm. which one it was. Uh, He's... I don't know. But... Oh! The macadamia nuts. Yes, and yes, sir. The matcha macadamia nuts. Mmm. Those watermelons are good. I like those a lot. Mm. They have that perfect, like we've talked about previously, the, uh, what you imagine a fake watermelon flavor to, to taste like from a piece of candy. Um, I will try the sweet <coughs> lihingui as opposed to regular lihingui. I bet the seeds taste extra good. You shouldn't eat the seeds. You shouldn't eat the seeds, Kevin. I couldn't stop laughing. I think we were like in a... I think we were like in Bill's Off Broadway. <laughs> yeah, we just eat the shit around mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I like the fancy way of saying that. You eat the shit around it. It's just super sour. But there is something else there that's different. They're sweet. Yeah. But I'm trying to place the... Dan has a look. The type of sweetness. Almost like a molasses-y, maybe? Ever since I was a kid, the seeds are always super... Way too... Intense? Way too sour. It's probably because you didn't eat the seed enough. <laughs> you didn't develop the tolerance. The toxins in your system have not been adjusted. All right, moving on. Just like most seeds and nuts, you shouldn't eat too many because it will kind of jack you up. Oh, one second. Let me go ahead, Kevin. I'm going to spit out my seeds. Ah! Good job, Kevin. <laughs> but now Kevin did not eat the seed. He did not eat the seed. I can confirm. Yeah, I spit out all of that soft stuff on the outside and only ate the good inner part. <laughs> You're good. also not 20 anymore, so you don't know what that's going to do to your body. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. We're no longer the iron hey, stomached orphans. I still have one more day before I'm forty. Oh, yeah. That one day buys me invincibility. It is Kevin's birthday podcast. We wouldn't be having this podcast if it wasn't Kevin's birthday. Happy birthday, Kevin. Wherever you are. Whoever you are. It's the Hawaiian tradition wasabi peace. These look crazy. Yeah, these are like Technicolor ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, there's that wasabi right up front. As opposed to dusting, I think they've globbed on the wasabi onto these. Wow. Oh, yeah. So for Christmas, I got my dad a bag of habanero-covered pumpkin seeds. Uh, that'll clear out your nasal passages real quick. And it was a bigger package than I thought. I thought it'd be something like one of these. Mm-hmm. It ended up being about, like, ten times the size of one of these. Oh, no. My dad tried some. Uh-huh. When he showed up at my house for Christmas dinner, he returned the bag of them to me and said no. All right. Then I ate a bunch of them. I'm not generally a dried fish guy, but I'm going to try the soft cuttlefish, parentheses, hot. Yeah, cuttlefish is good. That's another one. When you eat too much, you just feel sick. Okay. super addictive. It's just like fish jerky. Okay. I wasn't sure what to expect, but yeah. All right. I can get down with that. A little bit of that mixed in with some of those rice crackers. Do a neat, nice Japanese trail mix. A I few th- of the Wing, uh, wing Hing Mui um, seeds. Mm-hmm. Just the seeds. 
Just the seeds, obviously. Do we break into the Gato Festa Harada Machas? Mm, or I should we pull wait? one out and then and we'll, we'll break it up. Yeah, that'll work. That sounds festive. Because mm-hmm. like all Japanese <laughs> treats, they Those individually the tray. tray and all individually wrapped. Oh yeah, okay. It's like a big, almost like a Reese's Pieces style Whoa, piece of candy. that's not what I expected. Yeah. That looks like, it's like a candle wax. Oh. Looks like also a base for a Warhammer oh. 40k figure. It's like a crispy wafer, so just growl. <laughs> also, I won't say that it looked a lot like a urinal cake when it was whole. Mm. It did, though. Yeah. Yeah, it did. That's, mm, that's actually not bad. Yeah, I had the other matcha stuff. I wasn't a fan of, but that's actually pretty tasty. There's just a slight bitterness at the back end of it. From I'm guessing that's the matcha, right? Yeah. See, that's how you do matcha. Good is you want some bitterness, but only a little bit. Mm-hmm. Like only at the very back end, just to remind you. No, this was green tea at one yeah, point. That's yeah. Well, thank you, Darnell, for the treats and the shirt. From your your uh, client and uh, yes, Kevin, open your gift. Thank you, Bobby Bolt. Thank you, Bobby Bolt. All right. God bless you, Bobby Bolt. There are more gifts. Yes, Bree has two gifts that she needs to open at some point when you see her next. Hopefully later. Hopefully later today. <laughs> that was like ominous oh, when you yeah. see her. She's traveling the Yukon. It is my second figure of the season that has a removable head. Nice. I also received... Bree got me the... Um, oh, what is the Square Enix brand? Like, really nice. Bring Arts? Bring Arts. Oh, wow. Bring nice. Arts Feifeng Wong. Ooh. Wow. So I, I almost got you the Welltall. Because uh, they have his mech as well. Oh, yeah. But those are the only ones they've released from Xenogears. They also have Ellie. They do? Oh, yeah, Ellie. That's right. But that was the only mech wow, they had. Wow, that's a nice, expensive... Uh... So that's a nice brand. Yes. Luckily, that one did not get stolen. That's great. unlike my other Christmas present. That, that did. Was, that was fucked. Seeing, hearing about that, Which like Christmas oh. present. So he he. I have porch pirates. Yeah, he had a por- guy come up, literally walk up to his porch and steal his uh, steal a bunch of Christmas packages, like or just one. It was two, one, two, two boxes. He got something of mine, and Bree's mom got a book. Well, porch pirate got a book. Yeah. But I mean, people it, suck. Yeah, that was pretty. That's pretty shitty. Yeah, like, I saw the video they showed, he shared. Literally, guy drives up, parks in Kevin's driveway, walks up, and then, like, he has something in his hand, because that's what It looks like an open house flyer, yeah, like, like the thing you find outside of a house for sale, and then pretends knock on the door. Picks up the two boxes and just and walks, walks away. Man. That was lame. Yeah, it's really... People just... I have a theory on that. Ooh, theory. I'm not going to say this is for sure, but my working hypothesis at this point, the FedEx driver is in cahoots with the porch pirate. I say that because we <clears throat> we do not normally get porch pirates. Our front door is not that visible from the street. No, it's not. And our cul-de-sac is not that visible from the street. Mm-hmm. In fact... Driving down our cul-de-sac is kind of sketchy because it's downhill with a big fucking island in the middle of it. And people park on the roundabout part. Mm-hmm. So, it's same postal guy we've had every day pretty much 
we get something from the USPS like almost every day. And he's a real good driver because after that happened, I made a note of place packages under a porch. Mm-hmm. I just assumed he'd toss them down there. No, he's real gentle under the stairs. It's completely hidden, safely tucked away, like real good guy. We do not get FedEx unless it's wine. Yeah, we're part of a wine club. And with that, you have to sign Ooh, for it. wine club. A wine club. You have to sign for that because it's 21 and over. Yeah. So we never have anything left by them. We do have things left by uh, UPS sometimes. So it just happens the one day we get a FedEx where they leave something two hours later. So this guy wasn't directly following. It was two hours later. He showed up. Yeah. And it's like, that's very coincidental also the fedex guy he seemed to have noticed there was a ring and did not want his face on it like he starts getting close and then tosses the package with his head down hmm. <laughs> but unfortunately but it's po- only a hypothesis but the porch pirate didn't didn't realize that there was a ring there like a moron yeah, identifying stuff. However, it's not like the police give a damn. No. Like, we have the videos. We filed an online police report. Yeah. Said we have video evidence of it. No, like, contact from them at all. Oh. Hmm. Of course, at the same time, they My might have... can't get the police to come. I know, that's a real problem. <laughs> man, America just going down the drain. Hell in a handbasket. Yeah. You know what they realized? My neighborhood... There's actually quite a few, like, non-white houses in my oh, neighborhood. Like, oh, you live in one of those neighborhoods. You live so in one of those neighborhoods. We're in, like, the, the affluent neighborhood of Federal Way that is, like, whites are probably the large minority. Because, like, houses, there's a lot of black people in my neighborhood, which is cool. Hmm. Not many, like, Hispanic people, which is weird. Because, like, my old neighborhood was all Hispanic. So it's kind of weird, like... Uh-huh. One house made up the whole neighborhood. <laughs> There's like a billion people that lived in that house. <laughs> Which one was that? Diagonal across. Yeah, yeah. Across yeah. the street and to the, to the right. It was just like, like, how many people are in this house? My favorite thing was anytime you'd see a kid running around, and it's like, oh, fucking hell, the kid's running in the street again. Oh, no, that's a different kid. There's like 18 kids that are about six years old in that house. Yeah, you don't... You can't say anything because it's like, there must not be that much room in that house. It wasn't the biggest house. I don't think that one had a basement. They had, oh, they had. <laughs> so it's only the size of the first floor of my old house. They had basements and sub-basements that you just didn't know about. Of course, it's a sheltered backyard, so maybe they had like, mm-hmm. you know, the mother-in-law yeah. condo. The M-I-L. Yeah, you got it. It's a highly sought after. Men in whack? Yes, mother-in-law. Mother in black. Yeah. Mother Anyways, I observed something. What did you on okay. on Thursday? I do not, day, day I do not go to movies that often. Okay, so I don't know. Is this just a special thing for certain movies? Since when do they intermingle commercials with the trailers? Because yeah, yeah. watching Star Wars, they intermingled oh. like it goes. The everything goes dark. You know, not the full dark of the movie starting, but very dark, like trailer trailer time. And then here comes a trailer, and first comes that thing. The following trailers have been rated PG by the Motion Picture Association of America. Here comes a trailer. Then here comes an ad for Coke. Then here comes a trailer. Then here comes an ad for, I don't even know what it was. It's one of those where I think it might have been Mormons? I don't know. Like, 
is like be nice to each other. And then came another trailer. Then came another ad for Coke. Then came another trailer. Then another ad. And then came the sign that said the following trailers have been approved PG by the Motion Picture Association of America again. No, that didn't happen when I <coughs> went, either time I've seen that or any of the times <coughs> I've seen that movie. Because so. I guess there's a saying that's kind of happening because after I watched it, I watched um, Cinemassacre had like their review of the movie. Mm-hmm. And during their review, they're like, yeah, so movie starts. Well, actually, no. First, you get 25 minutes of trailers. And one of them goes, 25 minutes? You mean like 45 and trailers and ads? And it's like, okay, I'm not the only one who went through that. Now, the only thing I remember was a Coke ad near, right before <clears throat> the movie started. That was the, or I should say the <clears throat> student film that, you know, was, uh, Dan had the brilliant the commentary afterwards. He's like, that was my kids. And I was paying for their, what was it? I'm going to become a doctor now. Uh-huh. You're not a good filmmaker. I'm wasting money right yeah. now. <laughs> not going to be the next Martin Scorsese or whatever. Yeah, because all the commercial was. was Did a... you see the trailer for uh, Tenet, the Christopher Nolan movie? I want to say yes. What was it? Everything's like going kind of backwards, and oh. then uh, Denzel Washington's son is like is is like there, and then you're just like, what the fuck is going on? And they're like, you're you're in the afterlife or yeah, something. Yeah, it's yeah, like, it's like what? I want to watch that movie. I don't know what's going and on. And then when it said a Christopher Nolan movie, and it's like. Yeah, that yeah, makes yeah, sense. That makes sense. No, when, when I yeah, when I heard about that, I was like, "Thank God, <laughs> get out of the weird like telling historical tales and get back to making weird, crazy stuff." Let's get weird. Robert Pattinson. Oh yeah, he was in that movie. Yeah. Denzel Washington Simons in that movie. Yes, I, it's funny because I, I cause you told me about that, and then I told my mom, and they were like, "Because as soon as you know it and you look at his yeah, face, you're like, you're oh, like, oh yeah." Ah, if you watch Black, Black Klansman, you're uh-huh. just like, "Holy crap." Yeah, it's kind of striking how much he acts like Denzel yep. a bit. Yeah, the calm, like the way he speaks. Yeah, and just then, the way he speaks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just like it's it's strange. It's, it's and it he is. can like switch too because yeah. he like does like the the more black vernacular, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and then in Black Klansman he has to kind of switch between, between that those and, the, and the and the like. The, I'm at work. Yes, the work <laughs> voice, and and then the and even like, more so like, is when he does his like white cor- his dark <laughs> oh, yeah, he's like I'm a Klans member <laughs> yeah. movie. If you have not seen Black Klansman, that's a really good movie. It's very good. That's a fun. That's a fun movie. Probably my favorite Spike Lee movie in a number of years. And Adam Driver putting in a an extremely oh, yeah. good performance in that movie. Speaking of Adam Driver, and, yeah. isn't he in like every movie right now? Though, yeah, but he doesn't want to watch any of his movies because <laughs> nope. he will. He 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 does not. He gets too anxious. So Kevin, you may as well. We've all seen it. So <coughs> do you want to start share your thoughts on the, the film? Spoiler, spoilers. Spoiler, spoilers. Spoiler, spoilers. If you want to avoid spoilers for Star Wars Episode Nine: Rise of the Skywalker, please skip ahead to 1 hour, 9 minutes, 30 seconds. We will see you then. That's when spoilers end. For at least 10 minutes. Yes. It's a movie. It felt like they really tried to put too much shit in, where some scenes went too quick, and some scenes didn't go quick enough. It's oddly paced. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. stutter-stepped. Like it's, like, it's like, oh, we're going, 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 and then why are we slowing down right now? Yeah. I feel like we should have slowed down before. I mean, I was I was fine with the movie <coughs> for the most part. Like I mean it's it's a it's a Star Wars movie. I think it's I think it's much better than the prequels. Yes. Yeah. That's my low bar. Yeah, that's the bar. Is it better than the prequels? Does it pass the prequel bar? That is the new gold standard. The the stuff that really annoys me about that movie is 
the reversal of a lot of Last Jedi. Because yep. I don't know about you, I like Last Jedi because I liked a lot of the lot of the stuff that was like, oh, this is <coughs> not really like um, stuff we've seen in Star Wars before, mm-hmm. or at least trying to be somewhat like uh, you know mature about some of the themes. Like, hey, maybe the Jedi weren't all good, and then maybe everything <coughs> that you think is not. Is not as it seems. The Jedi aren't the the end-all, be-all of good in the universe. Yeah, and then like, hey, bloodlines don't matter. Yep. But then in episode 9, they're like, bloodlines matter. Way matter. Doesn't it feel like... I was thinking about this yesterday, Kevin, because I already shared this with John. Yeah. Doesn't it feel like you could excise all of the Palpatine stuff... And it'd be okay. Like, I mean, we just wanted to see what the resolution between the Kylo and Rey <coughs> stuff was. Because we've had it for two movies. I, I, and they're kind of an interesting <coughs> spot in Last Jedi. Because it's like, oh, you know, Rey kind of has some connection with, with, with Kylo on a force level. And he doesn't seem 100% bad. Even though he still is Space Hitler. He blew up like six planets. Like, that's still, that's really bad. But, like, at least there's some kind of, you know, people believe there's good in him. So that's already interesting. We don't need the Emperor here, right? Um, if he was introduced, maybe at the very end of Episode 7. Yeah. Oh, I have to say, here's the part, there's a few parts I found really bad. That opening title crawl was really yeah, d- the dead speak. Also... Also, that you know that... Uh, You know, I've complained before about when you have to see other media to get all of a movie. I never thought I'd (laughs) say... Dan is the same way with... Like, I I talk about it because I like this stuff, but you bring up a great point all the time when you say it, is that if you're not going to show it in the movie... It shouldn't matter. It doesn't matter. Yeah, like, like uh, when you have to read the comic, or you have to read the companion book, or something like that. Like, I don't mind But I don't mind when you have that. to watch Fortnite streams. Like, yeah, I don't mind having that. Like, in the Watchmen series, like, it's it's cool, because if you know a little bit about the comic, you get a little bit more flavor. Yes. And a little bit more depth. And that's cool. But, like, but like yeah, fucking Fortnite? <laughs> Are you kidding me? An Easter egg in that, of all things. Like, not even a, like... Fucking, so is the Fortnite universe in the Star Wars universe? Is that a different galaxy far, far away? Like, fuck that. Oh, shit. You know what that means? The Marvel universe is same as the Star Wars universe because Thanos was in Fortnite. The the Pat Oswald speech is coming true. Like his filibuster is. And like, but like you know, I can kind of forget that because Star Wars always has dumb marketing stuff, right? It's always going to be way over. It's always (laughs) been that. It's never. This is not a new thing. Star Wars was the first big marketing thing, and it always will be a big marketing thing. Like, I mean. You know, fucking, you can see all the episode one, two, and three merchandise that never got sold. Yeah. And for years, they were putting it on clearance. It's just crazy. It's like, why would, like, I remember going into a Toys R Us, like, a year before it closed. And it's just like, why is there a 12-inch fucking Jar Jar here? That's, like, 15 years old. What the hell? Misa want to be bottom. Misa need a home. Like... I, this movie really convinced me that Abrams can make a really good facsimile of a movie he likes, but he doesn't. I mean, I don't know. At least from the product on the screens, yeah. even even the ones I even the Abrams movies I like, like Super Eight and all that stuff. Yeah. He only gets eighty percent there, and he doesn't actually understand why those movies are really <clears throat> good. And I'm not smart enough to really articulate it either. But I'm also not making movies. Also, here's the other thing. He is really good at making the wrong movie of what he is making because it's kind of like, um, oh, I want to say, 
I forget. It might have been um, Cinemassacre. I forget if it's them or Red Letter Media. One of them had a review of Star Trek, the you know the Kelvin universe, mm-hmm. the J.J. Abrams reboot movie, where they're saying J.J. Abrams should make a Star Wars movie because that's what he's making here is a Star Wars movie in the Trek universe. And then he makes a Star Wars movie or two, and he's not making a good Star Wars movie. Well, he made like The Force Awakens is a is a good movie. Like it's fun. It doesn't. It's a good soft reboot. It doesn't punch yeah. above its weight. It doesn't try to do anything more I, than I, what it is. I think like, what Force Awakens does, and um, also you know because you know he repeats a lot of the same steps, and yeah. that's fine because those prequels left such a bad taste in <coughs> a lot of people's mouths, and because it's not so much. Because we're watching, me and John are rewatching the prequels again. Yeah. Because I don't. Because you hate yourself. Well, we just, I don't know. It, I need to drink a beer. It puts it in into stark contrast. <laughs> I know. Of, yeah, like, yeah. But the... it's, it's more. It's more so much like the prequels. There's a lot of good stuff in there, right? Because there's a lot of stuff as a Star Wars fan you want to know. Yeah. It's just whatever they were doing with it kind of sucks because it, the acting, the dialogue, whatever. It was old, old, old news kind of stuff. The cool thing about the, the Force Awakens was like, <laughs> oh shoot, at least the original trilogy wasn't this unicorn that only could happen because lightning struck. There is actual, like, this is, this is actually repeatable, like, likable characters, yep. fun situations, good adventure. You know, even if it's wrapped up in largely the same story of, of A New Hope, that's fine. Mm-hmm. Right? Because because that was okay. But, like, now you're making Rise of Skywalker. Like, we don't want to repeat, like, a bunch of scenes from Return, Return of the, the Jedi. Jedi. Yeah. Especially when there's no context to those scenes. Because Palpatine isn't in those two movies, right? Nope. He's not even mentioned in those two <coughs> movies. Zero. Yeah. Right? So there's not even, like, this weird, like, Darth Sidious, like, I only come in, like, the last two minutes of a prequel movie. And it's just like, oh, it's ominous, isn't it? <clears throat> There's no sense to that. So when like Kylo's just like, "Hey, guess what? You're Palpatine's granddaughter." There's no fucking like. It would be it would be almost hilarious if Ray's just like, "Who the fuck is Emperor Palpatine?" Or like, yeah, that was like or the first scene. I wasn't born yet. The first scene when he's walking through Exegol and he's like, when he's after he kills all the people on Mustafar, he gets the Sith Wayfinder. Yeah, goes to Exegol and he's walking through and like it's literally like JJ's like, "All right, I have to explain that Palpatine was behind the scenes the whole time." So I'm gonna have these. Two lines of dialogue where he says, "I'm the one who made Snoke." Ha ha ha! Isn't it cool? Yeah. Then here's, then here's like a test tube where you see like a bunch of Snoke pieces. Of yeah. which, like, okay. maybe that should have happened two movies ago. Because otherwise, why are you bringing him in it's, now? Yeah, it's just, because like the the Ray and Kylo stuff, as evidenced by the good parts of that movie, when it's just them, like you know, working shit out on that fucking the the grave of the Death Star. Yep. Like that's a that's an intense scene. They're like fucking fighting. Like, well, and I want to say I want to say like you know watching watching like Revenge of the Sith and um, and Attack, Attack of the, the Clones. Clones like. A lot of those, a lot of the, the the stuff in the prequels, like the fighting, is just for flavor, right? Yeah. But those two look like they're trying to kill each other. Like they're like legitimately like those are those are shots that they're actually trying to saber each other. There's, that's that's there's also emotion on their faces. Yeah. They're trying to kill each other, right? Yeah. Like instead of just like yeah, I'm just interacting just with passive. Like, so yeah. Like my 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 thing is like my you know I can go through a lot of like little details of stuff I don't like in Rise of Skywalker and stuff. And stuff I'd like, but the but the main thing is is this like the Palpatine thing just seems like like they the prequels, cut it. yeah, like the prequels too much. Like it's just like we don't need Gungans, 
Um, we don't need we don't need this long romance thing, and we don't need like like Obi Wan like like doing this detective story with fucking a fifties diner and like weird ass like cloner aliens. Like just like we don't need the Palpatine stuff. Like they're those two are already interesting. Like whatever their resolution of their conflict, we're already we're invested. We want to know what's <coughs> going to happen. Right? Is Ray going to turn? Is Kylo going to get redeemed? Yeah. What's going to happen? Who's going to die? Which one of them are going to die? What's going to what's going to be the end state? Because Kylo can't just waltz into the resistance and, and be like, same what's thing, up everybody and same thing like even i though, was kidding about being evil i'm actually <laughs> no, we were doing I'm it last boy. night it's like ray's like oh have you met my boyfriend yeah hello hey hey guys this is my boyfriend we just like kissed and he's just like really cool look uh, I everyone know, pulls out guns yeah i know no like, no no look, that was kylo this is ben <laughs> and he's just really hot that that the their the very end of that fucking like that fucking scene or of their of their arc where like they kiss. It didn't oh, when have they kiss at that point, Ugh. I had to catch myself realizing I'm in a theater where there are some kids present because I I was like the fuck. Yeah. Oh, people started laughing the second showing. Yeah, I think the first showing that we went to was just too early in the morning, and then everybody was just kind of like, okay, whatever. I I know the row in front of us was drunk because they kept ordering drink that whole yeah. day on Friday. But like, like nine thirty like, in the morning. But like, yeah, we saw it. Uh, me and John saw it. Yes, uh, Thursday. Yep. Uh, I saw it for the second time. John saw it for the third time. Yeah. People started laughing because yeah, it's that kiss is so out of place. Because he <coughs> killed her mentor, who happened to be his father, which that's extra creepy. Points he tried killing like all of her friends, torturing people that she cares about. Tried killing her, and it's like all of a sudden, you know what? Let's <laughs> just kiss it out. Well, and also, like, like even even beyond that, right? Because there's obviously some kind of connection, some emotional connection, but they, you never get the sense that it's a romantic. No, I never it, got. It, that. I anything want to kiss you, brother it's, sister yeah, type anything, of level. Brother sister, or like, what? How are we tied into the force, and yeah. we're like part of these two machines that are like huge and beyond us? Respectful peers. Yeah, or yeah, something like that. Like you know, like I get, I understand you because like. Like there, there are two people who are who 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 at, at at various points, or at least at the start of those of those of the trilogy, is that they're very alone, right? Mm-hmm. Ray is obviously very alone because she's by choice completely abandoned, yeah. And then like so, she she doesn't have anybody, right? And so she finds that in the resistance. That's mm-hmm. why she edges towards the good side, the light side of the force. Mm-hmm. And Kylo, like he feels rejected by well, one his master. Right, who's his uncle? Also, who's his uncle? And two, he can't face his parents because he's done all these evil things. He's even killed his fucking dad yeah. because he just couldn't. He's not strong enough to realize his own faults, and that's why he edges towards the dark side. And that's what that's what they they see each other like. Fucking, I feel like I'm like talking at a bigger level than like the fucking like J.J. Abrams even understands his own story, right? Like I'm he putting, doesn't understand. I'm putting more story. into the story than he even thought of. But like, but like they see each other, and that's the why they have the connection. They have the connection to the Force, and they have a connection that they're both like fucking alone in the universe. Ray even says it in Rise of Skywalker, which is I think a really good scene where Finn's like, "Hey, man, I this is not you. I know you." And she's just like, "No, look, everybody says they know me, but nobody knows who I am. I don't even know myself. I don't even know myself, yeah. and that's cool." Right, but we never get any resolution to that because because like whereas Kylo start realizes, which I think like you know the the having Harrison Ford again might have you know kind of a little bit, but I actually like especially the second time I saw it, I like that scene because it mirrors the scene in Phantom of uh, Phantom Force Awakens, Force Awakens, yep. <coughs> where he dies. They say a lot of the same dialogue. 
And and you realize that in The Force Awakens, when Kylo is saying, there, I have something to do, but I don't think I'm strong enough to do it. When you first see Force Awakens, you think, oh, his something to do is to kill his dad, and he doesn't think he's strong enough, but right? It's, but it's actually the opposite. The context, because that, yeah, yeah, the context of Rise of Skywalker is, I don't have the strength enough to not kill you. Because I have too much anger and too much aggression. I don't know how to let go. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know how to let go of myself. Mm -hmm. I don't know how to love you. Blah, 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 blah. And And again, I feel like I'm talking at a larger level than the filmmakers even. And then Han at that point says, yes, you do. Yeah, yes, you do. And then he realizes, oh, shit, I have this. I've Mm -hmm. always had this support. Mm -hmm. Right? He realizes it there. So it's all, it also comes in the context of what happened right before, whereas Ray basically kills him and then goes beyond herself and brings him back yeah. to life. Like, like, <coughs> but on that, right? Yeah. So all throughout Rise of Skywalker, and you get you get the hints of it in Last Jedi because she's tempted by Kylo's Kylo, Kylo, Kylo's offer and, and, her, and her emotional high waisted pants. Yeah, his high. I mean, hey, hey. pretty. You know what? <laughs> and so, anyway, but she's she's tempted. Like you know, Luke talks about it that there's this force, like you know, very un uncontrolled kind of thing she's attracted to the dark side she goes straight into that yeah. whatever the fuck the cave thing is yep. and in rise we see it like the aggression she shoots lightning you know kills Chewbacca she's frustrated trying to you know go running through a train kills Chewbacca but don't worry he didn't yeah. actually die because there's no stakes in this no fucking movie. St- oh, but okay yeah. right and then she kills Kylo right and then she realizes <clears> her mistake but she doesn't actually address that whole aggression and the fear and the and the, that stuff. Kylo does, and then it makes sense that he's like, okay, I'm good now. I'm gonna dress up like mm-hmm. in like a, a jeans. Got my and a streetwear t-shirt. and yeah, I got my streetwear and dad's gonna, pistol, and we're gonna yeah, go. I'm gonna go go in there yep. and then fight the fucking knights of Red. <laughs> Not even in the fucking movie. <laughs> I thought uh, there's supposed to be badass. Instead, no. there's some dudes who do melee. They got, they got phasma. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but okay. Right, but a lot of it's, stuff. It's good that like they got phasmud, but the fact that like you see how good Ben is. Oh yeah, like, yeah. That's, I mean that, that's that's fine. Yeah, yeah, that's the way you would want them to go. Like you would yeah, want. Him I just to wish be there that. was something beforehand yeah, yes. to show how totally, bad totally. Is, yeah. why they would be why he would be letting them yeah, because, follow him. Because the only thing we get to get them see get is them walk to through see. hallways and stand on a cliff doing nothing. Yeah, and then the only thing we we see they it's do actually, is get their ass kicked, and then you're just like, are they really that cool? No, they're actually just his posse. Yeah. He just oh, had no. them to look cool. Did you have the Cadillac commercial before the thing where yeah, they're just like, fire? Hey, this yeah. is your crew? Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's his crew. <laughs> yeah. They uh-huh. walk in. Like, there's that one scene in the hallway. He's walking and they're all behind him. I was just like, I like, I, I like, I like, uh, I like reached over. I was just like, holy shit, it's the Cadillac commercial. <laughs> like, that's my crew. We on fire. Dude. Yeah, we on fire. But, but see, like, we get a resolution to Kylo's thing, right? Yeah. There's an arc. He starts off horrible and a loner and those kind of things. And he realized, I am loved <laughs> at some point. Blah, blah, blah. Even my mom gave up her life so that I could live for a little bit. Yeah. Which, if you think about the... the and that's, that's okay. Which, if you think about this as the end of the Skywalker saga, like, that makes sense. Like, his arc yeah. is the... Is the primary thing that you should be focused on, but but that's also not in also, this trilogy. The, also, like, the main themes of of, yeah. of, of the Star Wars, right? Yeah. Which is like which is like you know anger, aggression, rejection of other people leads to the dark leads side. to the dark side. It's mm-hmm. fucking simple, but that's but what no it matter is. how far gone you are, no matter how far you gone you are, you can always come back. Redemption, yeah. But that's the cool thing about Luke's story, right? Like in 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 Return, like 
when he that final confrontation with Vader and he cuts off his hand and he realizes, I'm oh becoming, shit, what the fuck am I doing? I'm I'm becoming my dad. And instead of like I'm gonna well instead I'm gonna just fight the the Emperor. Fuck that. I'm a true Jedi. Like I, I'm not yeah. even gonna fight. Because I already won. If I don't fight, I already won. Yep. Because the anger and aggression, that's the dark side. That's you. Mm-hmm. Like, I already won. It's the whole Jesus thing, right? <laughs> like, I'm just going to turn the other cheek. Because, like, now you have to make the moral decision. But, like, but like with Ray, we don't get that. And that's I kind mean, of disappointing. Yeah, because you, you get a sense of it right before. Because, you know, there's that whole sequence where the Emperor is like, she's going to kill me. Yes. Or, otherwise, they're all dead. Yeah. And it's like, okay... And then she does, he's like, the last point where she puts the saber yeah, on her head she, and then she gives it to Kyle. I mean, like, no, I, I didn't expect her to turn. No, 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 but I mean, you but know. I, but I want, like, a scene yeah. where she confronts her stuff. Yeah. Because that's what it's all about. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. confronting, <coughs> confronting the bad parts of you. That's even what, that's why I like mm-hmm. Last Jedi. Because Luke, even after becoming a Jedi Knight and winning the day and all that kind of stuff and then saving his dad, he still has problems. Yeah. At the end of the day, he still has problems. That whole flashback where he's like, I saw darkness in Ben, and like instinctually, I was like, I can end this right now. Yeah. And then realizes his shame and goes, no, that's not what I should do. And then even with his isolation, he realizes he has problems with that too, right? You just can't cut yourself off from Mm -hmm. the world because you still live in it. And that's, those are powerful messages. Mm -hmm. But like, Ray's just like, oh yeah. Yeah, I'm never going to join you. And it's like, okay, good. I, I didn't expect you to turn. That would be really, really, really crazy. And I don't know if I would I actually like that. Like, I mean, it's some dark part of my mind. It's like, oh, that'd be so cool. <laughs> but, but honestly, I don't think that would be a really good story. But it's a movie. I need you to show me yeah. her getting to that point. Yeah, the ultimate realization that she's like, okay, <coughs> no, I'm I am casting off all of these, you know, thoughts of anger and aggression. Yeah, and I'm really just here selflessly to try and stop the Sith. Like, yeah, I'm destroying myself. Yeah, by like by like trying to fight basically Satan. Yeah, I'm becoming Satan. That's that's the whole Vader thing. Like mm-hmm. that's this shit ain't that <clears throat> fucking hard, man. Here's something that's also okay. apparently very hard: the writing. Because okay, here's a few things I noticed. <laughs> One, when it came to any small talk or witty banter, the movie sucked. Like, for example, why would, I don't remember her name, leader of the horsies. Oh, Jaina. Yeah. Why would Jaina just sit down next to Lando and be like, Yeah, oh, that's, that's a dumb part. Or, when they see the stormtrooper or first order trooper, whatever you want to call the trooper, with the jetpack, and it was, they can fly, they can fly, they can fly, they can fly! They fly now. They fly now. It's like, it, that's, that just seems like cheesy writing. Like, what's, cheesy what's enough. in that movie is that the, the really good parts is when those th- the three main principal guys... Yep, Finn Ray and are, are The three main principal protagonists are together. And there's definitely a chemistry there, right? Yeah. Like, it's easy for them to interact with each other. Yeah. Like, you know... The, it like, feels like, like a shorthand... Like, corny banter b- besides. Like, they're still... But it like, feels like they have that shorthand, they have that long-term well, friendship. Yeah, and, and yet the movie never lets... The whole trilogy never lets them be together. And, and like... and But they let them do that in this movie for for a bit, right? And that's, that's a fun part. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm having fun and stuff like that it's just like like this whole other third of this palpatine stuff just corrodes that like you're like we're wasting time (coughs) with him like fucking on his warhammer 40k like crane thing and then going oh (laughs) so did i stroke out or was there never a resolution to when they were being pulled under the quicksand and pose or finn's like "Uh, ray i have something tell you never told you they never told you 
They Why does J.J. Abrams do that? Apparently, the story is that he was going to tell her that she she's four cents, and it's just like, why? Well, one, why would he tell her of all times at that point? And why wouldn't she already know that? That's that's what was coming out in the news stories with the interview like that. Huh. And it's just like that's such a dumb like what? Okay, cut that line. Just cut and, that and line. Like the cut thing that with the Jaina and Lando or... thing. Like, <laughs> there's I guess another there's cut a, line there's a cut scene, scene that yeah. like supposedly like it's alluded to that she's. His daughter, because it's Star Wars, everybody has to be related. See, right? If they even could have continued with that, well, or I'm not, not, I don't even know which scene. one's worse. Or even, a, right? yeah. or even a mention of Lando saying, Oh, you know, I had a daughter once. I don't know where she ended so, up. So, like, it doesn't even have to, like, you could have had that scene. That would have made more sense if he mentioned something like that. And then he's like, He has a, an instinct to help her find her father. As, like, it might not be her, but he still as has that. As we wept the theater. So I saw a movie with Bree as well as Bree's sister and her oldest brother as we're leaving. I was like, so that with Lando and what's her face saying like, so where are you from? Was that? We find out, baby. (laughs) No, we joked like, was that supposed to be that she's like his daughter or granddaughter? Or was he about to just fuck her? Like right there, just take her right there. Because it's Lando. No, and, you know, it's just like... Dan and I have been talking about this since the first time we saw it. The thing that sticks in my craw, yeah. like, the biggest thing that sticks in my craw is the fact that, like, at the very last line in that movie is her oh, saying, yeah. you know, like, they allude to it earlier. Like, and the it's just, it's so annoying. Yeah, because you know Abrams is doing this, like, from that part. Like, the first time somebody says, oh, and what's your name? And she's like, Ray. And it's like, just Ray. Like The girl's like, oh, she would like to know your family name. And it's like, why would she say that? Like, what would... Uh, hey, recent that. Star Wars, yeah, can we fuck off with family names? I don't care be, about... He's, he's alone, so he's solo. I don't <laughs> care that she is now going to call herself Skywalker. But, but we don't... That's well, not how that, people well, talk. Wouldn't that have a better resolution for that thing and just a real assertion of, like, I am Ray, I am beyond all of this kind of stuff. I don't and, need to be a Skywalker. Yeah. Fuck this. Yeah, if that lady's just like, like, oh, Ray who? And she's just like, just Ray. And then, and then binary He's sons. Out, bitches. Binary sons. Yeah. Play the swelling music. Yeah. Cut to black. Here we go. Yeah. Like, that's, this is easy. Yeah. So much better. Why is she a Skywalker? You can't just say I'm a Skywalker. And then also, the fucking creepy thing is, is that she looks at Luke and Leia as if they're her parents. And so now we're the like, are they sister. fucking again? Yeah, they are. Like, it never ended. Like, look, this has always been the joke. They kissed me too many times. And in the end, they're like, oh, we're brother and sister. And you're like, oh, that's gross. But like, but like now it's just like, what, they're her, she's her, their daughter? Hey, like West Virginia exists. I'm yeah, just going to say that. But I just, I, you know, that was me. Like it's, it's look, it's fine. But there's a lot of qualms, yeah. and like it's not the worst movie in the world. Yeah. It's just like, like, like I feel like a lot of the stuff in Last Jedi, they just went eh, and it's just like, like look, there are some corny parts in Last Jedi, yeah. and it's not a perfect movie. None of the Star Wars movies are perfect. No. There's always kind of like a eh part in most Star Wars movies. Yeah, like the, I mean, honestly, <laughs> if, I'm think, if I'm being honest, the stuff with Poe constantly questioning authority it is went, a little, went a little too long. A little too long. Too a little long. too far, it seemed like. Like, it was, you know, like, like going yeah. up to the point where people are mutinying against her. It's like, I mean, I get I it. Mean, I kind of get it. And that's, okay, whatever, right? Like, I, I probably could have been, there's a lot of stuff that could have been told better. Mm-hmm. Right? I'm, I'm just going to say the, the sequel trilogy is Family Guy. And what I mean by that, 
There are two main callbacks that aren't needed. There are some scenes where they go just too quick, and it's like, wait, go back there. And some scenes just drag on for way too long. The Peter on the ground doing the... Yeah, I mean, you know, and also that's a problem in the prequels. Like, I really hope, like, I mean, that's the great thing about The Mandalorian is that there's not too many things that tie it to everything else, right? No. There is some. There is some. I like the fact it's still that, Star Wars. Yes. I like the fact that it's barely, it's tangential. Yeah, I like not, that. It's a new story. Not, you don't meet Carl Weathers and you're just like, oh, yeah, by the way, I have a brother in, in Bespin City and his name's Lando. And it's yeah. just like, we're not all related, okay? No. We don't all have to be related. It's a big universe. And that's fine, yeah. right? Show me new people. I like but, new people. But like so like but the but the cool stuff about Last Jedi is that it raised a lot of questions about are Jedi's actually good, right? Because like we always I mean because we're it's always like assumed light side is good. But like I, I honestly like, you know, in especially some of the expanded good universe mean infallible, right? Like well, that's the it, thing. Also in the like, expanded universe, light yeah. and dark don't mean good and bad. No. Right? They're just different aspects of yeah. the force. Yes. Right? And but they never get it to that in the in the in the in the movies. No. You do you get that in expanded universe yeah. and some of the you know, Kotor does and that the Clone kind of, Wars, like you yeah. talk you know, like the, the but so it was Jedi Fallen Order. But like, it was right? it was cool. Cool mm. in Last Jedi, where you're just like, oh, we're actually addressing some mm-hmm. of this stuff, right? And then like, and then the whole like Canto bite bite, bite thing, mm-hmm. where like, I mean, yeah, it was kind of draggy and stuff like but that. But it also had a good me- a good yeah, thing no, to no. show. That- I mean, there was a good there was a good uh, universe world building thing where it's just like, look, there's companies or corporations or rich people in the middle of the the good and evil thing that are funding that are both monsters, sides. basically. Yeah, like, and hey, are they? You the want to talk mon- about the real bad guys? Yeah. Look at these guys who are selling. So there's a lot of interesting stuff that they're doing there, and then like the the rise of Skywalker is just like, yeah, but what about Palpatine? But what about Jedi being the good? <laughs> like they're good. They're just good guys. They're they're the good guys. All I know is ultimately this trilogy made me think of a few things. One. If you're going to a trilogy ever again, which I'm glad that Kathleen Kennedy said they're not looking at trilogies for the future, because... Except Brian Johnson's. He's well, a, that's supposedly it's going to happen. Yeah. Supposedly. Right now, Star Wars is so in flux, because they're probably going, uh, we might have fucked up by releasing The Mandalorian around when we did Rise of Skywalker, because that was so fucking good. Nah, they're not saying. The, I know. Things are even However, more that's... than half a billion dollars. Yeah. Like they're they're like this is fine. They're like we're fine. Like, but... which, is, which is what makes the the stuff about like the them like reversing a lot of the Last Jedi stuff like annoying because that thing made over a billion dollars. Mm-hmm. So it's like obviously people like that movie, mm-hmm. right? There's a lot of people who dis- dislike that movie, and that's fine if they disliked it. But like, but like people liked your movie, like fucking. Like, you don't have to, like, have multiple parts in the new movie that are, like... Sh- literally like shitting, shitting on, on the yeah, previous movie. Shitting, shitting on well, the previous movie. Well, I was going but to anyway. say, it's more than anything, if you're going to do, like, movies like this, you need to fucking have one, one like, showrunner. It's kind of like Marvel, you know, there's a lot of people, like, you know, James yeah. Gunn is doing, like, the Guardian stuff. You've got now Taika Waititi doing everything with the Asgardians. But meanwhile, you have Kevin Feige yep. ultimately saying... Okay, just run by me real quick. We'll probably be good, but I might have to, you know, tell you back off on certain things. We just need one guy to look through all of this and say, don't shit on each other. Play with each other nicely. Now there needs, there needs to be a fucking plan because yeah. none of those Marvel movies like um, are a reaction to a previous Marvel movie. Right? Yeah. yeah, they're just they're doing their own thing. Yeah. And hey, man, you like it or not, you're probably gonna you're probably gonna like it for the most part. Like we're gonna keep on going. Well, I mentioned this to you, Dan, but like the fact is, is that 
Like, Ryan Johnson was chosen by J.J. to do yeah. that second movie. So it's like, you let him, go, you said go make this movie, and then you're going to go back and be like, oh no, fuck that, that was all stupid. Yeah, what all the thinking? press, all the press, like, in the release of the movie were like, wow, yeah, you know, like, I thought, like, he did a good job, and, like, he did a lot of interesting things that mm-hmm. we wouldn't have thought of, and that's cool. And then the third movie comes out, and you're like, wait, I thought you yeah, said third you liked movie, all and that stuff. Yeah, third movie, and then they're all just like, <laughs> oh, yeah, you know, like, some of the stuff, and blah, 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 he was on his own, and it's just like, fuck you. There's no, Ryan Johnson wasn't on his own. No. Okay, he was part of a big. The Disney wouldn't just like let somebody just fuck around with Star Wars. No, <laughs> I mean that's what happened with Solo. That guy was fucking around too much, and then they kicked him off. They went yeah. through like three directors or something. Like it's not one. Well, th- this movie and this movie this too movie, had a yeah. different director. Yeah, it had Colin Trevorrow starting out the project. This movie had like a lot of big name people who had a lot of like sci-fi, you know, chops yeah. who Kathleen Kennedy kept going, get the fuck out of here. But that's, that's And then the, in she, the end she's like, hey, JJ, get back over here. But th- that's that's also the, the, the cool thing with the Marvel movies, right? Like, they're just, like, they, like, even the stuff you don't like in the Marvel movies at least kind of make some kind of sense in the overall scheme of it, yeah. right? Even the stuff yeah. you kind of find hokey or, like, I wish Captain America got his shield back earlier and all this stuff. Like, I wish Iron Man didn't just hang out in a barn with a kid for a whole fucking yeah, movie. Yeah, but like, but, like, it all kind of ties together. Even that, yeah. even that. That's not my favorite Iron Man movie, but, like... But like Imagine that, if instead hey, they had, You know what? Like, they had the presence of mind to be like, hey, you remember that kid from the Iron Man, oh, no, Iron no, Man 3? No, that's the and thing. Yeah, like, they have confidence yeah, yeah. In, yeah. Their, in their overall could, thing. Yeah. Could but you like, imagine after Iron Man 2 when they're getting ready for, like, the Avengers, imagine if Joss Whedon said, you know what? I fucking hate how they treat Black Widow, so I'm now going to make her into a stripper from Vegas. But yeah, that's that's the problem with these last two Star Wars movies, right? It's very schizophrenic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because you're just like, like we're, we're told, the whole Last Jedi, bloodlines don't matter, maybe the Jedi have to end, blah, 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 all this stuff. And then the next one, they're just like, Luke is literally saying, like, oh yeah, you're Palpatine's granddaughter, that's what makes you special, that's why you're a thing. And it's just like, dude. And we knew. Yeah, yeah we, we knew, knew the whole and time. We were literally saying before, and like that was kind of funny when when Obi Wan was like, "Well, I, I said Vader killed your dad, but like certain point of view, okay, whatever, right?" Because we didn't know we were going to make a bunch of movies. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's basically what it was. I mean, New Hope was a one and done. Yeah, but we don't need to. We don't need to. Well, one rehash <laughs> that because. Abrams can't think of an original idea. And two, like, it doesn't make any sense because we knew you were making three movies. Like, fucking just have Also, my favorite thing with this trilogy... So, the original trilogy, New Hope, was pretty much one and done. And then they added two movies that one ended right into the next one. Yeah. This one, you had the first two movies. One ended at Luke... With the, you know, the Porg planet. Yeah. And it picks up right there on the second one. But then the end of the second one's kind of the kid with the broom. And it's like, you know what? Everything's kind of happening now. And then the the third movie did not... That's, like, a, that's a fucking awesome shot for the end of that movie. Because you're like, oh yeah, anybody can be a hero. Yeah, there's not just and a Skywalker. The, no. the galaxy goes on, is what it says right there. Yeah. You know, it says, guess what? This is a new beginning. Heroes, and then you have the third movie that doesn't really heroes continue can rise up and from makes anywhere everything up. Because it's a big universe and the force is everywhere. Like, 
All right, let's, yeah. Where 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 would you place this, John, in your pantheon? There's what eleven Star Wars movies. Yeah, because we got the nine yep. the nine numbered ones, then Solo and, mm-hmm. and Rogue One, right? That's, so that's all the Star Wars movies. Yeah, I've I've like this. So what? Well, what's where? I go. I mean, real quick. It's it's hard because I facilitate between Empire and the, and Last Jedi as my two favorites right now, and then I really love Return of the Jedi, and then probably New Hope. Then Force Awakens, then this, and then well, Rogue One's in there. That's I think that's above Force Awakens, and yeah, it might be better than it's it's definitely above the prequels. Like that's where yeah, I put it. So okay, and the prequels are prequels are, are at the bottom. Are nine, ten, eleven? Yeah, uh, then then <laughs> can they be even lower? Then probably Solo in there. Like it's it, Solo. I think is mid range. Still yeah. better than the prequels, but again, Solo does the thing that you nobody needed to have this person yeah, have biggest, an important my biggest name. thing about Solo. There's not, there's actually a lot that are that's okay in Solo. I mean. There's, there's two, a lot to like in that movie. There's two things. One, I don't know if we really needed a solo movie. No, we and, didn't. And two, we didn't need to know why his name is Solo. No, we didn't. If we had, a, if this, had, if Solo had been like with the success of the Mandalorian, if you had made Solo into that kind oh, of series, wouldn't that be a great? Wouldn't TV that be awesome? Yeah. Oh yeah, him as yeah. a scoundrel going throughout Somebody the galaxy. Somebody said the same thing about Rogue One, and I don't like. I, I uh, sure I would have loved that quality of series, but I, I mean, think Rogue I, One works as a movie. Uh, Rogue One has a story to tell. Yes. Like it has a. So, beginning and I think with Rogue One, right? The reason why I kind of I'm not sure if I I never hundred percent like that movie because the first half of that movie shows so much promise, and then we kind of go <coughs> back and just do the good guy bad guy, right? Because in the front of the movie, like fucking Cassian Andor kills like a dude, yeah, like defenseless dude that was helping him. Well, basically, sacrifice sacrifice get out of there. So you could get out of there. So it's just like, oh shit, the rebellion is deep and dirty, right? You look, you can You're never gonna. You can't have a rebellion. It's a rebel alliance because it's a bunch of different groups, right? But you can't have you can't have a rebellion against 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 an empire or whatever against an all powerful Mm -hmm. without without doing some fucking immoral stuff. That's just what's gonna happen. Right. This is not just like I'm the light side and like I you know whatever. That's why the Jedi's are are interesting is because they're divorced from all of that all of that reality. Yeah. Right. Because like I mean it's always the best scene in all of Star Wars in my opinion is always Luke like arguing that he has to go save his friends. Yeah, and it's like no, just let him go. And look, you, that is yeah. immoral to like just mm-hmm. let my friends die. Yeah. But the Jedi are beyond that kind of stuff because, you know, whatever, fucking force. No worldly attachment. Like, that's what that's what was the real promise of, of Rogue One. And I mean I still like Rogue One. I'm not gonna be here and yeah, like no, shit no. on the movie, but it's just As like, a lot of people do. <laughs> it's just like, oh, we had a lot of there was a lot of cool stuff that they were kinda of setting up and I kinda of wish they, they they like executed more on that kind of stuff because like even like the there's like that ambush in that fucking uh that uh, that town mm-hmm. where like you're just like who are the good guys here? Oh yeah, Saul Guerrero's separatists when they're blowing up the Imperials there. Yeah, because yeah, like, even though you know the Imperials are fucking dickheads, but those guys are also blowing up like innocent people. Yeah, there's a bunch of innocents who are caught in the crossfire, but they don't seem to care about them. Like, oh yeah, yeah, that's the implication. Because this is the most extreme side. The of radicals the, of the Rebel of Alliance. The Rebel yeah. Alliance. But uh, yeah, I mean, for me, it's easy. The original trilogy is just, I mean, for actual reasons and for just nostalgia biased reasons, they're just one, two, three. Like, there's never yeah. the whatever order they are in the one, two, three. They're just it's. 
I, I came to grips that like they're just they're not gonna make a movie better than those movies, and that's probably why I like I accept a lot of the new movies easier because I'm not like well it's not as good as Return, and it's just like you're just gonna be bitter because you know it's never gonna be better than Return or Empire or I, New Hope. I think actually, and if it and if you if you do think that's cool, like but like but like in my mind it's just it's just never going to be. George Lucas did us all a favor when he made the prequels as shitty as they were. He took the bandaid off, going guess what they'll never be this good but yeah. hopefully they'll be better than this <laughs> he's like i want to set a real low bar <coughs> for the future that way you'll always have something to look forward to it's funny listening to dan as we were watching we haven't finished it but revenge of the sith last night and him constantly looking and saying is this worse than attack of the clones yeah because i always assume it's hard attack to of the clones was my was the worst but we were watching half of Re- revenge of the of sith that. and i was just like Oh shit! This might be worse. Some of those bad scenes you think are but in one movie are in no, the other. Like, I will still. But that la- that lightsaber scene in fucking Attack of the Clones is so bad. That and all of the Anakin Padme stuff. <laughs> I put know that in Look, the basement in my mind. Like it's just yeah. the zero chemistry between your two <laughs> main leads makes this like completely farcical at this yeah. point. It's like goddamn. No, that's a that's a hard argument. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, there are parts so, of Revenge of the Sith. My little my little thing that I, I was the reason why I was kind of question that is because Attack of the Clones is like earnest in its badness, right? Like these are this this is poorly written and this is poorly acted and poorly executed, right? But at least they're fucking trying for emotion. Uh-huh. Revenge of the Sith seems completely divorced of emotion. Like it like nothing nothing really hit. You know, you know that Order 66 thing? I remember I remember sitting in the movie and I'm not going to say like I didn't feel emotion, but it was more because I knew what it was, yeah. right? Not because of the product on the screen. Not because of what they showed you. Not because of what they showed me. It was more like, "Oh shit, it's or like that's the ex- that's the killing oh, no, of all the Jedi." This is what happens. This is a- Yeah, this is what it happens. And it was triggering the nostalgia apart and i was just like oh i finally get to see something of it right um but the actual product oh, saw of something it, of it yeah but the <laughs> actual product of it on the screen is not good no it's not good there's and a lot of jedis walking and then just getting shot or yeah. jedis and ships just blowing up and you're like but yeah for me aren't like, you supposed to be a little better than that for me it's the it's the original trilogy is one two three i mean it why facilitates is, between empire and return why is the young padawan kid's death more meaningful than plo koon and like yeah. all the jedi masters because we haven't spent any time with them and we have no idea who plo koon is other than we know that well koon. i'm just saying that kid goes out fucking swinging know, like he, blo- just, he kills some clone troopers blocks some saber blast but not plo koon she's like <laughs> but, like, yeah, it's it's usually, it's probably Empire Return and then New Hope. I still think that New Hope is probably, like, the best, like, ef- most efficient movie of all of them. Like, there is no fuss in that movie. It's like, it's like, we're here, we're here, we're here, Death starts blowing up, let's go home. One Metal thing. ceremony, bam, let's go to the credits, no, baby. <laughs> no scenes felt wasted. Yeah. Like there's like it's like literally like a, a New Hope is one take George man you, like yeah. you said right well a New Hope is 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 completely in order right there's yeah. no there's no switching between different Time like timelines or, time or yeah, like there's not too many like we're switching to a different scene it's like this is happening this is happening now this is happening Death Star blow up metal ceremony yeah, let's it, all go home it all feels and like it's like it, yeah it, all feels like it happens literally within like one, one day one or two days <laughs> yeah. at the most right like. 
But, like, I mean, after that, like, I mean, I really like Last Jedi because of a lot of things that it questions that stuff. Um, uh, Awakens and uh, Rogue One kind of switch between them um, next. Yeah, that's probably where I'd put it. Yeah, then I'd put, then I'd put uh, Nine, and then Solo, and then the prequel. I just put it at, I'm glad it's done. But, because yeah. I really, I don't care if this was the best movie ever made or the worst movie ever made. My mindset going in. I want to have the Skywalker stuff done. Yeah, that is kind of a relief. Just, like, as just much as... end this. There is a great big galaxy. Yeah. Go with... The Mandalorian is so cool. I want that to continue. Oh, that I finale. don't want Skywalker to yeah, continue. Yeah, did you see the finale? Yeah. yeah. Fucking man. Fucking AIDS. So I have to say, you could tell that Tika Waititi directed this one. Especially that scene with the, the two... Uh, uh, stormtroopers. Oh, was, wasn't that the bad? That was so that, good. I read something that maybe I think it was. Uh, somebody mentioned that Jason Sudeikis might have been one of the stormtroopers. That like, makes sense. Yeah, but like, wasn't that the bad? Oh, they're. I like. Oh, like yeah. one guy's trying oh, to shoot. Yeah. He can't hit anything. Speaking He's of looking loving, at I go back gun. to episode nine real quick. Character, best character, new character. I am Babu Freak. Hey, 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 hey. Like what so a good, good what a good injection of like levity yeah. in like a bunch of I love that little guy. He's adorable. I love how he shows up in that. Mm-hmm. Hey. Yep. Like that's a good Star Wars silly. The, like I like was, not Gungans. Yeah. Like because like look Gungan was cartoon like, silly look, and Bob we don't want shows cartoon. Up we and want he does, fun. And he says a couple funny lines and kind of funny situations and then like then that's it. We don't we don't have him all the time. He's not lingering. Yeah. yeah. That's why I like those two stormtroopers. I told Dan, they like I felt more, scene. I felt more emotionally, you know, uh, connected when they had the space scenes in the very end of Rise of Skywalker than I did about the whole battle between Palpatine and Rey and them. Like I, when you know when Lando comes on the radio and Poe's like at his darkest moment, and then they pan up and show all the ships, and Lando goes like, "Yeah, yeah they like, did the Avengers Endgame." And you're just like, oh. <laughs> the one part I felt yeah, was- emotional was that final little bit of dialogue. With Lando of the where I'm from, where blah, 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 where are you from? I felt emotional because all I could think is that, that might wants to have sex that might him. be the last acting I ever see from him, and because his health old. isn't all that good. Also, that might be the last acting I see from Billy D. Williams, and they did him wrong. That's gonna be a really sad day. With him. Yeah. I was thinking about that the other day. Oh, I was yeah. Just like, like man, when he shows up, it's just so nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's Billy D. I mean, he's just I Lando. Just, it's so good because he, like, he, he takes his helmet off and you see Chewie just go, Oh, no, my friend. That's a good bit of witty dialogue where, like, where, like C3PO is like, Oh, this is General. And then, like, Ray's like, Yeah, we know. We know. This is fucking Lando. We yeah, it's like, like C3PO, we know, Lando Lando we know what you do. You over explain everything. Shut the fuck up. We know who Lando is. Anyway, yeah. yeah, the Mandalorian, like the that finale, the two um, fucking <laughs> can oh, can I see him? Troopers. No, I I put him in the bag. We're not taking him out. Come on, I just want to see him. No, when they're being dick, <laughs> when they're like punching, <laughs> you're just like, oh come on, they have to. Oh, I like yeah, they're gonna have to get. You gonna gonna gotta get there. So I did like die. the humor though of like he had to move for a while. You did hit him pretty hard. You just want uh, see you just okay, want to see fine. Him. Oh, and then he bites him. And he's like fucker. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, you're like watching that, and you're like, "Man, Star Wars could be so much more." Yeah, we don't only have to be dour and well, we don't only have to be like good and evil and yeah. join the dark side or don't join the dark side. Like yeah. we, we can do a lot of yeah. Like they're on the comms and like, "Is it all right?" We're asking for clearance to come in. Uh, I don't know. You guys might want to stay out of this a little bit. There's a uh, there's a lot going on there. Yeah, and he, he call just back killed in. the commander. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, like, he just the killed like, another. It might be a little bit more time. Do you really kill a 
Yeah, you know how it goes. You know how those moths are. <laughs> yeah, it's just like it's just like two dudes, basically clerks. Yeah, and then and then the all, the other thing is is the at the very end of that episode is how you bring in EU stuff like stuff that people who don't read or watch stuff other than the movies like into a universe like that's a fucking debut for something cool there. Yeah, I'm glad that I'm well. I'm glad that uh, Los Pollos Hermanos guy did not die. Yeah. Um, Giancarlo Esposito. What is his name in the Breaking Gus Fring? Bad? Gus Fring, yeah. That yeah. he didn't die because I like that actor. He yeah. is so good at evil. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like everything he's been in, like, he just has that right charisma he has of. the cold menace that's yeah, really good. He has cold menace. Like, he is calculating mm-hmm. everything. Chile's uh, greatest export. I think he's Chilean. Chilean, yeah. Good actor. Like, yeah. just. And then, I, yeah, and then it's just like fucking Darksaber. And then you're just like, oh shit, are we going? Yeah. Are we getting crazy? Well, it's like. Are we getting crazy? Because, yeah, like, my brain, like, <laughs> I was like, oh, it's a vibro. I told it, I said it in. I'm like, oh, he's got a vibro knife or something. But then he fucking cut out the rest of it and he, st- he stepped out of that ship and I'm like, oh shit! Yeah. That's, that's a Darksaber. Of yeah. course he knows about a Darksaber. He's been studying the Mandalorians. Like, yeah. It's like, so yeah. That's cool. That show it's, is so good. Yeah. Fall 2020. Got away for season two, so yeah. Then, and then that, like the Lady Mandalorian, the the armor. Oh yeah, the armor. I I'm, I hope that she's still alive because that's what it seemed like. It did, they she did not show her die. Yeah, yeah, they didn't even do like an ominous no. like, oh maybe she might die soon. They just or like fuck they, up all those stormtroopers. Normally it'd be like they show her get shot once and then she fucks them all up yep. and then she slumps on ground. Instead, no. it's like no, 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 no. she's I, good. I, she I, is I took good. Care of business. This is the way. This is the way. Yeah. And we did get to, we did get the, the the helmet off of the man. Got the helmet off, and we got his name. Yep, he has a name. And something he, something. <laughs> I, I forgot, forgot it. it <laughs> Mando. It it's times. Mando. It's Mando. Yeah, yeah it's just Mando. Um, but that yeah, that was so good. Finale was so good. Tayo Atiti getting to play the droid again. <laughs> yeah, I was glad that the droid came back and to do. Cool yep, stuff. had his had himself his noble sacrifice. And yeah, it's just you know. Yeah, it's just a fun show, yeah. and you're just like cool. Like Star Wars is more than like what Kevin said, just yeah. the Skywalker stuff. Yeah, there's Which, so much hey, good stuff out there. Show it. Love the Skywalker. Always, we have loved that stuff. Mm-hmm. We are ready to move on. I love Space Wizards as much as the next person. Yeah. But I also like we watching. Always, we have always loved that. But like sometimes we also want other stuff, especially yeah. if you're going to make a bunch of them. Yep. And you know what? If you want Space Wizards. To a different time frame. Like, we have seen... Or other space wizards. Yeah. I don't know. (laughs) It's kind of like when I think of Star Wars, I always think, you know, in terms of the movies, my favorite, the original trilogy. It's always going to be the top. When it comes to games, my favorite are always KOTOR. Like, that setting was so good. It was so different. It had nothing tied into anything. So Mm -hmm. everything was a discovery. Everything was new. Yeah, outside of the very, like, you know, the very basic foundations right there's a good uh, there's a light and dark side mm-hmm. there's jedi there's sith jedi like, aren't just solving trade disputes george did them don't dirty. get started on trade disputes <sighs> george did them dirty see he made those movies so it would never be that bad again he did least, us a favor see at least the phantom menace is just bad yeah. that's all it is it's just bad has good so lightsaber seen the thing about the thing about attack of the clones is that it's like, horrible, like really bad, like fucking trash can bad. It fails at bad. Uh, it's so like, bad. It's a, it's bad at being like, bad. Oh, you go more beautiful every day, and it's just like no, you, and it's just like really, this is the dialogue. First thing, and then Padme says to him, Annie. 
Well, that too. Little that Andy? Now everybody was, everybody's calling him A. And then also in Revenge of the Sith, he's just like, I love you more every day. Every oh. so love has blinded you? And he's just like, oh, love has blinded you? Maybe I love you more than every day. No, then but I love like, you so much. Like, but I love you so much. And then and scene. Really? Fuck you. This is not how people talk. There. That is the summation of, of the of the sequel trilogy. At least this is how people talk. <laughs> for the most part. Yeah. Right? The whole prequels, you're like, nobody talks like this. Nobody talks like this. Maybe late stage Republic, like, everybody fucking had weird social A lot of bled in their water supply. A lot of bled. Star Wars is good. I hate sand. It's coarse and gets everywhere. I don't like sand, Kevin. (laughs) Sand don't care. Sand don't care. I'm just going to say, at least, you know, bright side with entertainment right now. I feel like I've judged a lot of things harsher than I should just because we've had so much good stuff with, yeah. like, Mandalorian, Watchmen. Like, we've had so much good stuff. Oh, yeah. It has been it's been a valley of plenty. I think, like, yeah. I mean, a lot of times, like, you know, like we said at the beginning, like, we complain a lot about Rise of Skywalker. Mm-hmm. But for the most part, like I, I said, like, yeah. you know, it's it's fine. It's I enjoyed movie. a lot like, of that movie. Fine. Yeah. Yeah. It, like, and not every movie has to be like the end all be all of stuff, right? No. That's 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 just where so, we're at in our lives. Rise of Skywalker. If I'm playing a game, you know, I'm playing something, but it's maybe a little bit dull. Like I'm going to be playing some GTA, but it's going to be a lot of the missions where it's like I need to hunt down the buffaloes for the uh, the one heist. Mm-hmm. That took a long fucking time. So I might put shit on my second monitor. Yeah. Rise of Skywalker, I would not complain about that being on. I don't need pay full attention and had enough things exploding and shit that I could just have fun as a side diversion. I can't do that with the prequels. Because once you hear that dialogue, you go, ugh. Yeah. So, I mean, it is it is a movie. It did things. Yeah, it's, it's fine if it... I can't call it crap, <coughs> which is a huge compliment considering the prequels. It just, it's the context of it having come after... Last Jedi. Oh, is yeah, what's... there's all that complicated stuff, but it's yeah. it's fine. It's like, so I mean, fun. You know, I saw it twice, and I actually liked it a lot better the second time mm-hmm. because I was already prepared for like you know what you didn't like the the you know Palpatine and all mm-hmm. that stuff. Just like I was already, I was like, okay, well, this is happening. But then I could just focus on like I'm like, oh, this is fun. I like I like Finn, mm-hmm. and like I like I like Poe being like real anal about shit, and then and then finally being called out on it and stuff like that. I kind of like some of that. I like that World War II resistance France planet. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was kind of cool setting. Yeah. Like, that felt kind of cool. Yeah, it was cool. It was very cool. And Carrie Russell's character, who doesn't, you don't see her face the entire movie. All oh, you see Carrie is her eyes. Russell? Yeah. yeah. She played uh, uh, Zora Bliss. Bliss. Yeah. But yeah, that was fine. Babu Freak is cool. Babu Freak. Yeah, there Bobble is. Babu Freak is your drunk uncle on Christmas. Yep, during the holidays. Eventually, he takes his shirt off and he's just like, I'm Babu Freak! And you're like, God damn it. He's doing it again. <laughs> he drunk again. <laughs> he drunk again. All right. I say we call it on this spoilery yeah, yeah, talk. Yeah. Let's, start, yeah, let's go. Let's um, move on. What, what games What quick, games have... TLDR, Witcher series is good. We still need to finish it. You should watch the I'm Witcher on the series. last episode. Oh, we only got the four. I'm four. I really didn't like the first episode, but I feel like they've been getting better. Um, I like the Geralt stuff. That is my that yep. is my my in a nutshell. Geralt stuff's good. Yennefer yeah. stuff good. Siri, Siri stuff. Yeah. Yeah. it feels yeah, like Yennefer stuff got better. Got better. And then and then yeah. Once they get to where they meet up is where I think it's a but, lot yeah, more that's fun. That's what I've I've heard. I've heard yeah. a lot. Also, I like Jaskier. 
or oh, yeah. Dan the Bard is great. Oh yeah. yeah, that song is good. Yes, that song God damn, is too catchy. Fucking earworm. <laughs> yep. Yeah, and 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 like I've said before, I am pleasantly surprised that I was hundred percent wrong about Henry Cavill. He's he is doing he is good. Great. Yeah, he's. Like, I am very surprised. Yeah, it's I'm very happy. I like the fact that the show has the right amount of humor, mm-hmm. the right amount of serious. Like kind of camp too, because yeah. those monsters look are campy. Oh yeah, yeah. It's a fucking like. Also, I think I saw someone terrifying. describe it as like Buffy. Like this is Buffy. Yeah, it's very Buffy. Yeah. But also, <laughs> and then the reviewer are... like the reviewer is like, well, I'm not saying that as a bad thing. Yeah, like, Buffy's good. good. Yeah. But it's like it's you know they're kind of a little cartoonish. Mm-hmm. Like it's not supposed to be like. Yeah, one of them's like like has a freaking umbilical cord. It's but no, just know? how they look, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. It's not like the, a super like made up realistic kind of CG monster. It kind of looks a little hokey. Yeah, but yeah. like that's also what's fun. Yeah, it's the same thing when X Files is fun is when it's kind of hokey. If you try and make it too realistic yeah. and it's off putting, well, yeah. then it's just a horror movie. Yeah. yeah, right. Especially considering like some of the stuff on The Witcher, like. Wraith things with like missing jaws and shit. And... He said that one of the creatures ca- it has the umbilical cord that's like carrying around with it. Like, but it's not like highly detailed. You just kind of notice it, and you're like, mm, and then you move on because Geralt kills the monster or cures the monster. I should say, you know, like that's the other thing that they did really well. It's like Geralt's not out to just murder monsters. Like that's not his. He's hired to get rid of problems that sometimes involves killing the monster, but other times it's not. They go into that really good on one of the later episodes. Yeah, so I'm sure they will. But yes. I mean, it's kind of like in Witcher 3. One of my favorite parts was the, um, I think it's the trolls. Oh, yeah. Who were causing problems, and he's like, guys, come on. They're You've like, got to knock it off. They're like, okay, all right. But humans, they be bad to us. No, no, just... Forget about them. Fuck them. Yeah, fuck the humans. You're good. You guys are good. You're you guys are good. Just hang out here. Okay. Okay. Geralt, okay. good. Yeah. Yeah, I am. I really don't want to kill you guys. Like, please, don't make me kill you. All right. So, yes, video games. They're a thing, right? Did we, did they, has anybody been playing any I thought, fun games? I thought that's what we were doing, was talking. Oh, yeah. Wait, Star Wars and Witcher are not just video games? I mean, we could hit the trifecta. We could get politics in here, too. What have you been playing, John? Um, other than Destiny 2, I spent the last three days now um, gorging myself on Disco Elysium. I am... I must have been must be up to eighteen hours in that game now over the last three days. Yeah. Like Thursday and Friday were like so all gay. Shitty. Yeah, it's terrible. It's the worst thing ever. Oh, okay. Sorry, I got that for you. I'm, yeah, no, I mean, I'm a bad just, person. Yeah, why would you do that to me? Oh, oh, you boy. put on your wish list. I mean, I didn't want to buy it, but like, no, that's you wish I put it on it. my wish list, so I I left it there so I wouldn't buy it for myself. Because, oh, to make sure, no, you're clean. You're yeah, clean well, from it. Yes, exactly. Not put that stain on myself. So you like it? It's good. It's really good. Um, I did get to the screenshot you posted, Dan. One of the first ones where uh, where your inner self tells you where my dog's at. Oh yeah, BMX. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I was like, oh, there it is. All right. <laughs> but yeah, like fucking, what are they, Danish or something? I don't like know. The, the, the developers? developers? <laughs> like DMX yeah, just randomly. <laughs> Why not? Like, <laughs> And it's not even in an actual conversation with any person. It's just your inner monologue that decides to throw out a DMX reference. You know what? I'm going to say that's <laughs> realistic because I don't know about you, but my inner monologue, 
I never know if, like, all of a sudden I have, like, a Cisco reference pop in my head. True. That is true. That's how brains work. They're like, weird. you, wake up sometimes and you're just like, why is that fucking... Why is oh, this God, song stuck in my head? I haven't heard this song have, in two yeah, decades. Like, Was I listening to this? No. I don't even like this song. But then it's... And then the worst think, part for me is sometimes it's only two lines of it that yeah. keep going over. Well, because you can't remember the no, rest of it. No, like, I know the rest of the song. I do. <laughs> but why are you just torturing me with just these two lines? But yes. Why is the game good? Because the conversations are so good. Like, it's it's like the actual dialogue. And it's weird because so much of the shit you do in this is so mundane. Like, there's the overarching, like, you're a detective trying to solve a murder. and But, like, the there's, uh, there's so many, such a density of, like, actual stuff in such a small area. Like, honestly, it is literally, like, two city blocks, city blocks that you do everything in. But there's so much going on between everybody in it that you, you're you just inundated with tasks. Um, I have to say, I'm proud of myself. I cleared all of my tasks from the very first day, finally. I am at the fifth day. So, um, yeah, it is it is a fully is realized world. Limit? I don't know. I honestly don't know. Because when Ben was talking about it, he's like, oh, I think it only it's only four days. But you're saying you're on the fifth day now. Yeah, because I... So my, that's longer. Well, yeah, I have to be on the fifth day. Because I went to sleep on the... Because, yeah, I, I won't get into it. Because I don't want to spoil, like, this, the main beats of the story. But, like, it's very, very good. Like, your guy, your character, like, you don't actually know who you are. You can... You can actually go through that game without ever apparently ever actually figuring out what you look like. Yeah, I heard somebody mm-hmm. had a review where they said they didn't wipe the fog off the mm-hmm. mirror, so their portrait, the whole game, was just foggy. But it's funny, if you wipe your, the fog off the mirror and you make a look, like you can, there's a point where you you you, re- you can do the look at people and it's just that god-awful picture of yourself yeah. that people, and then people question you about it. Like, that's the fun part. Um, the fun part is, is even when your character gets weird, you can still kind of steer things back on track. So like when you are having conversations with people and things get weird and they go, wait, what? What are you talking? And then you go, don't worry about it. We're just going to keep going. Let's keep moving on. Yeah. It just seems like a very well thought out. Yeah. And there's plenty of, it feels like there's plenty of options to move ahead with the way, you know, with the actual story and narrative that they're trying to tell. Mm -hmm. Um, they're very clear about like, cause there are skill checks in this game. Um, they're very clear to tell you, like, hey, this is a check you can retry. Hey, this is a check you can't retry um, to let you know. Because you can usually back out of those conversations. Um, the white checks, as they're called, are the ones that you can retry once you put a skill point into the relevant skill if you fail it. Um, if I have a weird... I know it's 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 always... it's You know, chance is always chance, but it definitely seems like in several instances, or I should say a lot of instances, where I've had a very high chance of success, I've been failing. Um, and I also feel like there are definitely a few checks where you have a... a there, was, there have been a couple of checks where I had a ridiculous high level of success and it failed me, but that was due to narrative choices, because like, there's one check that you do and it's like, it was trying to teach you something about the game, like a tutorial tip about the white checks that it failed me on. It was like, oh, you got a 95 chance of success. So I rolled the check, and it's like, you failed. I was like, all right, I want to try this again to see if the randomness is really random. And then it failed again when I reloaded it, did the status gum just to test it out. Um, And then 
it popped up the the tutorial thing that's like, oh, you can retry these if you put a point in the relevant skill. And so I had a point, and I so I put it in, rerolled the check, and it succeeded. So I, I like I said, I'm not sure if it's 100 percent just my weird lizard brain telling me this or not. But well, it's like playing XCOM mm-hmm. when you have a 95 percent chance to shoot someone and you always miss. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's really good. The partner, the dynamic between you and your partner or who the detective who's been assigned to the case with you is really cool. Um, there's a whole lot of politics in this game. So if you're not really big on political discourse throughout the game, maybe not for you because there's like four different political ethoses your character can kind of talk about. Have you become communist? That's one of the things I talk about. politics in my game. I, I've I have gotten several achievements. One for giving communist answers. I've gotten one for giving ultimate centrist answers, and I believe I've gotten the one for like ultra liberal answers. See, this is why I like games like Metal Gear Solid franchise because no politics in that. Yeah, yeah, I don't want politics. No politics in your games. I get it. I get it. it makes sense. That's why I can't play Madden anymore. All of them kneeling for the anthem. Yeah, disrespecting our troops. But it's Wait, the, is the, that in Madden? No. I was like, whoa. <laughs> Although, um, I can imagine there are probably some people who go, I can't play Madden, because they probably kneel in that. But it is it is really fun. I am enjoying the game immensely. The the, the 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 actual dialogue is written really well, and it's cool. just, it looks really cool, too. I like the art style quite a bit. Um, right. My character is under the impression that he is a superstar cop, and he has pushed that agenda quite a bit. Uh, I did not go with the sexy mystery that... You have the option to decide if you want the, the actual murder case to be sexy or mysterious. So, I know what I'd go with every time. Sexy mystery. You can push that agenda if you want. It's a good game. It's very good. I can't. I want to actually finish it up. We can. That's a goal. Dan, you've been playing anything? You've been playing lots of stuff. <coughs> Whole gaggle of games. Uh, I've been getting into uh, Civ Six again because I got the expansions because it's like a sale on those other sites. That game's too political. Green Man Gaming. There's politics in it. Steam Billet. There's a lot of really cool stuff in the expansions. Like any Civ, like the modern Civs, like once the expansions are out, then it's actually it's like a whole game. Yeah, the base game is yeah. good, not great. There's something missing for yeah. sure from so, a like, previous that, game. That's the reason why I stopped playing uh, uh, 6, because I was like, eh, there's just, they need to refine this more. So like, you know, a couple years later, it feels really refined. Um, like, what I like about that game is that uh, there's they're definitely thinking outside of the box with a lot of stuff. Like I don't know if I mentioned it last time we podcast. I don't know if I was even playing it. I don't think you. Were I don't yet. think you were. Yeah. So I one of the new uh, civilizations is the Maori, and they start you off in the middle of the ocean, and you got to go find land to set on. So that's kind of cool, right? So the first like like when I was playing them in a multiplayer game, like the first like five or six turns, I didn't have a city. Because we were just looking for the right spot. Because the Maori start off with um, all of the early going um, ocean and shipbuilding stuff. So they can go anywhere in the world. Like, they don't have that that limitation. And they can build ships right away, right? Um, And, like, like they're they're really good at uh, working ocean tiles. Like, all the ocean tiles are, like, double for them. Mm. And they have a cool thing where unaltered jungle or forest... Like gets bonuses for them, so you are you're actually encouraged to not, not yeah. like just destroy everything. The thing that they the, the thing that they get though that is really harsh is that they can't mine resources. Now they can they can get luxury bonus stuff like you know 
like bananas and sheep and spices and silk and all that kind of stuff. But iron and nitre that you need for gunpowder stuff, they just, they cannot. So you have to trade. Wow. So you get a lot of like early stuff, but the, but the transition to the mid game is a little tough. Right, because now you now you have to figure out a different way on how to do this kind of stuff. You have to have alliances or heavy influence with um, with city states because you you are most likely going to be the person that finds all the city states early on. And there's a lot of bonuses for <coughs> just general bonuses for finding them first because you get more influence. So if you have influence with them, you can get your resources from them. Those kind of things. It's just you have to think differently, right? Not just I'm just going to build out and find all the resource stuff. So that's kind of cool. The other civilization that I tried that was really unique was the Incas. So they have a, well, the Incas have always been around, but the Incas now have a, their builders have a special ability that they can build a path through a mountain. Well, mostly uh, over it, right? So you're good at doing that. And a lot of your bonuses are are through being around mountains because they're Incas, right? So it's really cool because there are certain paths that you can make that nobody else else in the entire game can make. So like one time like I got invaded by like the Spanish and like like my my home city was like two mountain ranges over and we just fucking went we just went there and they they I don't know if the enemy can use your mountain range stuff but like it's it's really cool like that there's a lot of um, different stuff that game's also even um, because stayed away too late too many times uh-huh. with the one turn thing like uh-huh. beyond beyond like oh I'll just finish this out. Oh, I okay. Wait, I finished that, but I'll just finish. Oh, oh, oh no, Dan, it's it's two thirty in the morning. Just one more turn. You gotta go to work. Oh. Just one more turn. Um, <clears throat> I've been playing. Uh, get the fuck out. GTFO. It's a early access game. That's a kind of scary alien uh, first person shooter thing meant to be played with four players. My phone made noise. It has a very good soundtrack like that. Bring, bring. No. Um, so it's a fun and frantic kind of game, extremely hard and all that junk. I've only made it through two of the six levels that they have posted so far. Still and, working uh, on number three. Still working on number three, just because it's like Left 4 Dead, except if you have maybe 10% the bullets and uh, 10% the, 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 the hardiness yeah. and, uh, and not much visibility. There was, it's really cool because uh, we had to change up tactics because uh, we had the bio, the bio scanner, which is kind of like the alien yeah, scanner mm-hmm. thing where it beeps out and it only shows... Well, it shows people, but you can also tag um, things that are in motion, right? So it kind of shows you where, where stuff is. So the first couple levels were like, why would we ever <coughs> use this? Because we might as well get more sentries because more bullets mean, mean more killing mm-hmm. and we have to do a bunch of killing. Yeah. And then we got to the third level, mm-hmm. which a lot of it is... Thick as fucking, I don't know if this is alien fog or whatever, but there's so much fog that, like, you can't see. And when you turn on your flashlight, it gets worse. Because if you've ever turned on your flashlight uh-huh. in a thick fog, yeah. you're basically <clears throat> putting yourself. a putting a flashlight up against a wall. Yep. So the tagging thing on the bio tracker is actually super useful there. So we're like, oh, shit, we have to start using this again. Because, anyway, so that's pretty fun. Um, have I played other things? I am going to look really quick. Um, I also got uh, I got um, Dragon Quest Eleven from uh, from Kevin. Thank you. Kevin. I gave a lot of Dragon Quest to a lot of Dan's. Helmick also got it. Yeah, yeah, it's gonna be really fun. Oh, I've been it playing. It is a long game. Um, lastly, I've been playing a lot of Project Zomboid because they have a build forty one. 
So back in on that a little bit again. Uh, they have a really cool animation and character update. So they have a lot of uh, new models and extra hard. Well, and harder. So there's still like, eh, it's fun. Uh, seven or six years in that they're still, still rebuilding that game still all the time. Access. And if you think about uh, how much that development of uh, DayZ went... And these guys are basically reinventing their game every couple years and adding new things that were just not in that game before. It's pretty remarkable, and I hope I hope that game has sold well. I mean, I'm guessing it has because they they've been working they, on it. If they're still working on it, it must be doing and, something and, for them. And I've never paid for another. I've never paid for an update, and the game is remarkably different. Yeah. Uh, the only thing that I've given them extra money for is I bought maybe a couple people extra copies. But yeah, my fifteen dollar copy still still the same copy I played. So it's Warframe. Basically. I hear that game is a whole different game than it started as and it keeps going. Yeah, that is true. Cool. That is what I played. Alright, Dan Toya update. Um I've been gotten two new I got two new things. I got uh, a Japanese uh, uh, version of a stormtrooper. There's this line that's called uh, Misho Realization. Realization, yeah. Yeah, so they do... I have like a Darth Darth Maul up there that's like a Japanese samurai thing. And then I have a stormtrooper who has like, you know, the fucking Japanese drum attached to his his chest. And uh, he has like an imperial banner attached to his back. So it's like a flag kind of thing. So that's cool. He looks red. Yeah. And he comes with a with like a conch shell kind of um, I don't know what it's supposed to be maybe just making noise. Yeah. Um, He's a one man band. Yeah, it's got the conch shell. It's got the drum. And then John bought me um, Boba Fett from the Figu Arts line, the Japanese Boba Fett. Return there. of the Jedi version. Of Boba yeah, Fett. that just came out this year. Yep. Not Return of the Jedi, but just yeah. wait. Return of the Jedi came out this year. They just kind of release all the episodes. He's got that snub nose blaster. Yeah, yeah. He's he's really cool looking. Um, yeah, he's really cool looking when he just poses. I wish he could. Uh, um, I actually, the only thing that I don't like about this figure is his ankles. Um, his cuffs go over too oh, much, so they don't do the. So they can't go up and down as much as I would like them to yes. to do. To the point where I'm like, could I cut that and like make it look good? But probably not. <laughs> but like he looks, he looks rad because I like. He's there's some that are like better with like the battle damage and making him look like you know dirty and, and kind of like in movie, but I also really like how clean he looks. So I mean, you could put like more dirty wash on his pants. Oh yeah, that would probably look a little better. But I like how clean. And it's Boba Fett. And it's Boba Fett. Every once in a while, you know, he gets cleaned up. That's yeah. a nice mission, dude. Yeah, you know, in the hangs out with some uh, with some Twilik. Yeah. Oh yeah, we talked about it a while back then. I believe Luke kills about a half a dozen people in, uh, or maybe six to ten oh, in Je- Return of the Jedi. I was watching with the lightsaber directly, like resulting from him swinging his lightsaber towards them or at them. Like the, he might have hit people in the arm, but then they fell off the skiff into the Sarlacc mm-hmm. pit. So, um, yeah, he definitely kills a couple people on the barge too. I mean, that is an organized criminal. I mean, yeah. Oh, hey. Yeah. <laughs> That's a gangster. But also, the other thing Dan and I realized <laughs> watching all of these things and the newer movies is uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi is the most prolific Sith killer in the entire Star Wars mythos. Oh, yeah. He's got that Sith, Sith killer. Uh-huh. Um, you taste song. blood once. Kills, kills Maul. Uh, what, who else did we say? He kills Vader. Like, I mean, kills Maul, kills Vader. Um, kills Vader. Kills Grievous, who is not technically a Sith, but he's still a bad guy. Sith adjacent. Sith adjacent. Um, and then, and then, I mean, he defeats Anakin twice. Yeah. 
Well, no, he defeats Anakin once. I mean, I guess philosophically he'd be defeat Darth That's Vader. That's a defeat. That's in the eyes of yeah. Jedi. And technically, he was Vader at that point. Yeah. He was just not costumed as Vader. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Obi Wan yeah. Obi Wan Kenobi doesn't get enough credit, but he doesn't he gets, need it. He gets enough. anyway. Kevin, what have you been playing? The the joys of Christmas. I have been playing more GTA Five. <clears throat> Again, it's it's pretty good. Yeah, it's a pretty good game. Yeah. You should you should pick it up. It's a good game. I you know. I have it. I played GTA Online a bit in that, and I was like, this is dumb. I'm trying to level up so I can do these heists. Yeah, we never got around to it. Yeah, yet. I know. But, hey. It just I, takes too long. So, the, you gotta do so much dumb shit. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. You gotta do so much dumb shit to level up in that stupid game. That's one of the things that really annoys me about GTA Five. Mm-hmm. Not the online, but the offline. Some of the skills, really easy to level up. If you want your weapons leveled up, as soon as you get control of a character... Go to an ammunition with a gun range. Go through each challenge that's available one time, and then go through, like, two of them an additional time. Everyone's gun skill is maxed out. Franklin, who, as far as we could tell in the game, he hasn't been shooting people up to this point. There's hints he might have, but he hasn't flat out, he doesn't have a gun on him. You go to a gun range, he's ready to kill everyone. Meanwhile, driving... That skill takes forever for even Franklin to get maxed out. And he's the wheel man. Doesn't make sense. Some of those skills take way too fucking long. Also, the yoga game is broken on computer. Sweet. So that mission where you first meet, um, as Michael, you meet his wife's uh, yogi. And you're forced to do a round of yoga. Mm -hmm. I could not beat that mission. It kept failing for no reason. Like, it'd go, okay, hold the direction, or I'm holding its bottom left and bottom right with the two analog sticks. Mm-hmm. And now it shows, do the breathing, so you hold right trigger and left trigger until it fills up. Then you let go of it while continuing to hold the direction. All of a sudden, it just shows him fall to the ground. And then it's like, his wife goes, Michael, you're not even trying. And then he's like, okay, give me another chance. And he tries it again. You fail two more times. And then does the sound of him dying. I mean, yeah. Yoga is killer. I had to go through that three times until it said, do you want to skip the mission? Of which, I forgot, that's one thing I really liked on GTA Five Is if a mission just really sucks, just kill yourself three times real quick and skip it. Because some of those missions kind of sucked. Most of them are pretty fun. I really enjoyed the missions, though, where you have, like, the tag team of, like, Michael's doing whatever, Trevor's doing whatever, and Franklin is sniping people. I love that type of mission where it's like, all right, quickly swap over Franklin, have him shoot a couple guys, go back to Michael, who's going to continue on the mission. It's a good game. And then I also got Watam. Watam. I need to buy that and play that. That game is weird. Yeah. I tried explaining to Bree what I did in the game, and I sounded like a demented five-year-old. So you held hands with a bunch of your friends, you made it kaboom at one point, a so big then the, tree shows up. And then the toilet flew over, yeah, totally and when weird. the toilet flew over, then um, first the mouth ate, pe- or the tree ate people, tree make them into fruit, uh-huh. except for it turned the nose into a meat, because noses aren't fruit, they're meat. And then came the mouth, and the mouth ate them, uh-huh. and they turned it into poop, poop and yeah. then they 
there's the toilet, and now they're gold poop. Yeah, and then, awesome. and then the one guy is really tall, the bowling pin, and it's yeah, like you gotta be as yeah. tall as me. Yeah. And so you stack up the golden poop, yeah. and then, and then the telephone gets sad because its receiver's taken away by the sun, and we're like, hey, we gotta stand on our shoulders to be tall enough, but you can't go that tall. Wow. And then we were like, hey, there's a balloon, and the balloon, we will ask him, and he's like, I want to fly up there to the sun, and balloon's like, I'm scared to fly. And then you're like, don't worry, I'll be with you. And then he's like, I'm not scared anymore because I've got friends. And then you fly up, and while you're flying up, you get scared because you're like, oh my god, I'm flying, this is scary. And then you get the receiver back from the sun. Sun's a troublemaker. And then telephone's happy again, and then you all could board the giant toilet, and you could sail over to the other land because that was springtime. Now it's time for summer. Yeah, no, I was all there. I was, I, I, so in the tests, the, the times I've sat down with that game at PAX, the last time I got all the way to the point with the receiver in the sun, I don't know if I got any further than that. I think the demo might have ended at that point, but it's a, it's a, it's a thing. It is a beautiful sandbox full of joy and wonder and. It's like, what if Nobi Nobi Boy had objectives to it? Because that's the one thing, Nobi Nobi Boy had no objectives except to grow the girl to reach the Pluto? Yeah, the, the, yeah, the planet, <laughs> to touch another planet. Pluto? Yeah. But this one, there is a goal, and the goal is you just keep having little missions. It's a, it's a great game. It is very silly and makes you feel good. Yes, I love the laughter in that game quite a bit, like the sound of the laughter. and Yeah. Yeah, I, you know, you may put on your hat. Take off your hat. Your There's a bomb under there. Uh-huh. Boom! Boom! boom. Yeah. And then everyone's like, I, I want to boom again. Let's do, yeah, time to kaboom. Let's do it. That game is, it is something really special. It's great, yeah. And then... I'm glad that Kato Takahashi <laughs> is allowed to make his weird, wild stuff. He he is someone who should always just be allowed mm-hmm. to do his thing yeah. and teach the world why it is right yeah. to let him do his thing. And then, for Christmas... I got a little game called Red Dead Redemption Two from Dan. I have that. I got that for my new P, with my new PC. I have not booted it up yet. I have it installed, but so I was like, "All right, time to download and install that game." Mm-hmm. And then I looked, and I was like, "My hard drives are filled." So then I put two hard drives in my computer because I had a uh, half a terabyte SSD and a two terabyte platter drive that were sitting around. I'm on vacation, might as well get them done. So yesterday I plugged those in, and then I go into Windows, and Drive Manager is not working. That's not good. So every every time I try and open Drive Manager, it just says, this program cannot be opened. Press OK to close. And it's like, but what do I do? So then I start looking around at various things. Eventually... On the dark web. It, it, I went into places where it's like, now you're going to delete certain things and do certain... I was not comfortable, but it's like, fuck it, I have to do this. Finally got them working. So then I start downloading... Red Dead Redemption 2. And on bright side, I was going to eat up all of my bandwidth on my, my modem. Mm-hmm. Because, I mean, Steam... Even when I try and throttle Steam, if I tell Steam don't go full, it still takes all my bandwidth. It is crazy how it does So, I had classic games done quick on my phone Mm -hmm. using, you know, my data plan, which was good because, you know, I'm watching that, Mm -hmm. downloading the game. Once it gets to about 50 gig, this game's 108 gig. It's a big file. It's It's big. big So, I get to about 50 gig, my internet dies. 
<laughs> it's like, the fuck? So eventually I get things working. My router decided to freak out and needed to be reboot. Get that working. Then I get to about 60 gigs and it just stops. And it's like, that is weird. It will not download Red Dead Redemption 2. And it's like, will it download other Steam stuff? Yeah, other games would download. Just not Red Dead Redemption 2. So then I found I had to go through and clear. I had to erase my download cache. I did that and it goes, if you do this, it's going to log you out from Steam. And it's like, okay, whatever. It logs you out like real hard where you had to do the Steam Guard to verify your computer again. Yeah. Finally, it's downloading again. Four hours later, it's finally downloaded. I load the game up, and it's like, I want to turn my graphics settings up. Because, I mean, yeah. I've got a 1080 Ti. Should be able to run that thing pretty well. Should run yeah. it pretty damn good. I turn the settings way up. I say, accept, apply, mm-hmm. and game crashes. All right. So then I keep doing things, and it's like, I cannot get it to change my settings. I now cannot get the GeForce experience to load up. All right. It keeps, the experience. Uh, the experience was gone. Experience is everything. I had no experience. Oh, what are you going to do? Are you experienced? So then I deleted my NVIDIA drivers. Sweet. And then I rebooted my computer, uh-huh. and my 4K monitor mm-hmm. was big. Oh, yeah. Resolutions. Yeah, if, you if you don't put the red, if you don't have the drivers, that thing looks like ass. Oh god, it hurt. Mm-hmm. So then I finally get those reinstalled. Right. I'm able to load up the game. Mm-hmm. I'm able to finally correct the graphics settings. Sure. There's a lot of work going into just downloading one fucking game. Yeah. Finally get all in. Have faith. I bumped up the graphics settings to ultra. I was going to do whatever GeForce Experience recommended. However, when I went into GeForce Experience after reinstalling it, it saw most of my games, and none of them would it do recommendations, would it optimize. Mm. It said, cannot optimize this game Mm. to every game. I think it's because I just reinstalled it and needed, like, time to percolate. Or I forget if you have to run the game once before it can do that. Like, I I don't remember what the exact... But then, I set everything to Ultra, did the the test, you know, the benchmarking. The lowest it got was 26.3 frames per second. The highest was like 38 frames per second. I mean, it's very much... Because it's 4K with everything maxed out. It looked good. So once I'm done with GTA V, I'm ready to play that. And then I saw I got Jedi's from John. Yes. Jedi Dark Soul. Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. Star Souls Jedi... Wars order. No, let's let's be fair. Let's call it what Jeff Gersman has dubbed it: Darth Souls. Darth, oh, Souls. Yeah, Darth Souls. And I need to install that and see how pretty that gets. It's a good game. And I have a ton of hard drive space. Oh, good. I learned most of my hard drive was being eaten up by this podcast. Porno, porno, porno. So this Basically, podcast, this podcast is porn. Yeah, pornography for your ears. I have. I thought two files, or maybe three. There's what I'm recording right here. Yeah. yeah. The raw file. And then I have the final MP3 that gets uploaded. Mm -hmm. And there's the Audacity file, which if you look at it... Is a project file. It's a tiny file. But then it creates a folder. Mm -hmm. So all of the podcasts that are sitting in this one folder, Mm -hmm. as well as all the raws for it, it's a total of like 260. Because 100 of our episodes, give or take, or 80, something like that, ended up on a backup folder at one point on a backup drive because my computer went through some problems. Mm -hmm. So about 260 episodes. I 
if I have just the raw files and the final MP3s and the Audacity files without the folders, it's like, I think, 200 gigs, something like that. You know, it's a lot of audio files. A lot of audio files. If I also include all of the folders for Audacity, it becomes a terabyte. Those folders eat a shit ton of space. But now I can download things. Moral of this story, never upgrade your computer because it's pain in the ass. Just buy, never try. Just buy a new one and that's, you know... That's never you upgrade that. or always upgrade. Yeah. Don't do the middle ground. Eternal upgrade. Oh, I also did play Jackbox 6 at Christmas. That's the one with the alien game in it. We did stuff, Don't yeah. Push the Button or yeah. Push the Button. Yeah. Um, we did that once and was complete bullshit because the very first one, mm-hmm. I was an alien... There were three aliens, because there were eight of us who weren't. And the very first one, I was the only alien in the test group, and was like, uh, when you think of this word, what do you think of? Mine just had me completely looking like, yeah, there's no excuse. And if no one's hacking, it doesn't show any, like, it'll show a distortion on the screen if someone's being hacked. There's no distortion, so it's like, I honestly have no excuse. Yeah, I'm an alien. I I really, I can't. It was dumb. Yeah. And then we did Murder Party. Murder that Party one's too. always good. Yeah. And I played Burke's Gambit. It's a card game. Where you're all like different crew members on a spaceship. You're trying to get back to Earth. However, one of you has a parasite. You don't know who it is. If the parasite gets back to Earth, then you lose. Unless you can all agree to quarantine the parasite. However, at the same time, there are also other people on the ship who have ulterior motives. So think like aliens, there's the evil corporation. And so they are going to try and let the parasite. Yep. They're going to try to let that parasite run free. And then as you roll every, every round, you just grab a dice from a bag. You roll it and it'll determine what you do. And it's either your ship will progress forward, you could do a scan of someone to your left or right for a parasite, you could also see what their alliance is, you could look through their crew file, or you could also have, like, special abilities, or you could injure or heal someone. And if you get a dice and you don't want to use it, you could store it. But then you have grab another dice and you roll it. The problem is, once you have a dice that you're storing, you have to use it if you get another one you want to store. So my brother-in-law's wife was kind of crazy and started, she kept getting to hurt or heal people and no one's hurt. So she just randomly going, I shoot Bree. Okay, Bree's half dead now. The next round she gets and everyone goes, I shoot Tom. Then Tom gets shot. Then she's like, I shoot Matt. Why are you shooting people? At the end, two people were dead. And then there was the captain, myself, and her. And I thought she was evil. I was good. Ends up she was good the whole time. She just crazy. Had to keep killing people. She just kept shooting people. And once she shot them once, she kind of knew she had to finish them off. Because otherwise, like, there'd be problems. Because you shot them, they're going to want blood. Yeah. Blood for the blood god. It's a good fun game if you want something just quick, easy pickup. Cool. That's my game. Nice. All right. Well, there wasn't really anything I can think of. Really important news-wise, what do you got, Kevin? PS4 is getting back paddles. $30 for the back attachment. Dan had cuttlefish. It gives you two paddles. Two back paddles and an OLED screen. Because why 
movement. Why do you need an OLED screen on, on the back that you're not looking at? That seems like a waste of money. And it's thirty dollars. That's fine. The price on that thing's fine if you want extra a couple extra buttons. Of course, at the same time, if you really just want to go full on, there are third party. Yeah, you know the official, unofficial, like elite your equipment and your Astro and your other corporations that do those c- controllers that they customize. But if you're just looking to dip your toes and see if you want to try that out, I think it's a good nifty little accessory because it's the buried entry isn't that high and PlayStation controllers, PS4s are are. Uh, Pretty cheap generally. You can see them get as low as like $35, $40. So for the cost of a, you know, a retail cost of a controller, you can get that in the back plate and see if you like it. Oh yeah, I forgot. I also played a bunch of uh, Burt Reynolds games. There, There's a lot of Burt Reynolds games out there. Sure. Because my brother for Christmas decided to give me what he called virtual reality. Mm. He took a toy of the car from Smokey and the Bandit put a Raspberry Pi in it, mm-hmm. and just put any game tied into Burt Reynolds type of things. So he gave you a Raspberry Pi filled with Burt Reynolds. Which, there aren't that many games. No. There's win, lose, or draw, because uh-huh. he was in like sure. an yeah. executive yeah. producer on win, lose, or okay. draw. Yeah. There were a couple Smokey and the Bandit games, some Dukes of Hazard games, uh-huh. because he was Boss Hog in the, the movies. Movie, yeah. yeah, with Johnny Knoxville and... Uh, Sean William Scott, yeah. I think that was about it. Why didn't he get you Jeopardy? I don't know. He should have. Yeah, even if it's just tangentially, because Norm MacDonald played Burt Reynolds in the, the SNL Jeopardy sketches. There's no GTA the yeah. Third, Or, I mean, Saints, Saints Row the Road, Third. Yeah. No Turd Ferguson, you know. I mean, he was the mayor. I mean. Oh, yeah, I remember. I don't know, Kevin. So now you have two Raspberry Pis? Yeah, one that has a whopping, like, eight games on it. That's all right. Well, you know, you could always, the best thing about that is that you just swap the memory card out into the other one and then repurpose that second Raspberry Pi for something. And now I have a bunch of PS3 OEM third-party controllers. There you go. Because he got me PS3 controllers for them. The Bluetooth, Which, yeah. Yeah, it isn't bad because you can't yeah. buy the normal ones anymore. No. When I was playing Nier, I had to buy two new ones. That was a good game. All right. What else you got, Kevin? Um... Let's see, Nina Freeman left Fulbright to go indie, which is kind of cool, because she's been making some real good weird indie games, if you like real weird stuff. She's going to stream more. Yep. Her and Mary Kish, best friends. And she has, without a doubt, the best Twitch and Twitter handle there is. Hentai PhD. And she's a doctor of hentai. What can we say? And she has a game all about wondering if her boyfriend will like her because of anime titties. I think the answer is yes. I still need to play that game. I did buy it. We met in May. I also bought and never played um, How Do How Do They Do It, the game where you're a little girl with two naked dolls and you're trying to figure out how sex works. Oh. She makes a lot of weird kind of autobiographical games. Yes, she does definitely use her own personal experiences to uh, guide her game design. Like, We Met in May is all about her boyfriend and her and how they met and some of the weird things they did. Sibel was a kind of cool game about her having an internet boyfriend back in the wild days of mm-hmm. Internet Wild West. I feel like it's still the wild days. There's still plenty of... It's, it's more, dystopian days now. It's the dark west now. See, now it's like cyberpunk dystopian future. Back then it was like Wild Wild West dystopian past. Everything's dystopian. Except for 
I'm going to mess up his name because I always do. Andrzej uh, Sapkowski, the author of The Witcher. Yeah, re up his deal with... Uh, CD Projekt Red CD. came up to him and said, like, hey, we want to give you some good money. And they he... didn't owe him anything. No. In his mind, they did. Oh, yeah. Because he made a very bad decision when The Witcher was licensed to CD Projekt Red. He's told you could either take a small lump sum or you could take, like, revenue share... He thought video games would never work, especially for books. And so he took the lump sum, which was a perfectly fair amount of money. The problem is, especially Witcher 3, made a shit ton of money Uh that he didn't get to see any of. And is now on another platform, like, even even this year, so... And he sued over that at one point. The lawsuit was thrown out because it was a fair deal. But CD Projekt Red has worked to give him more money, have a new deal, which a lot Went of people... Went to next-gen consoles! Woo! A lot of people are anticipating, not Gwent 2, Gwent 0, the prequel to Ooh. Gwent. Or no, another Witcher game. They're going to make a Witcher game based on the Netflix show. It's that <laughs> Witcher game based on the... <laughs> The one problem is they can't go forward with those games. I mean, it ended, especially Blood and Wine, Mm -hmm. ended so good. Yeah, no, you can't do that. But nature finds a way, Kevin. It's like dinosaurs. Money finds a way. What are you talking about, Dan? You saying this is all a money-making scheme? Isn't that what everything is? really against those games until they started making a bunch of money. And then really against them, and then they gave them a bunch of money. Like, oh, yeah, everything's fine. Yeah, I just thought that was like really shitty of that author to do because they made two games which were mild successes. Critical darling. Uh, not even the first one. One wasn't even really yeah. a success. Yeah, and then he didn't say anything. And then the third one finally blows up. So they did all this work to get to a point where they could make a great game and then he started like shitting on it. And it's just like... And got him dude. got it to the point where the cultural cachet was so good that Netflix was like, "Hey, we should make a show about cultural this. cachet." Was so good that that the that the Polish president gave that to Obama as a diplomatic gift. He gave the he gave a copy of the the books of the game. Oh, I the think. game. Okay. I want to say he gave a copy of Wildman. That's cool. And maybe some of the books, yeah. but like it's just like, dude, fucking sometimes creative types, man. Too crazy. Get up their own ass. Well, I mean, you have to be. Like Stephen King about the Shining movie, right? Like, is that similar? You have to be. Yeah. Also, it's important. I mean, if you're an author <clears throat> writing by yourself, mm-hmm. you don't have anybody to bounce ideas of. You're kind of crazy. Mm-hmm. Kind of a crazy person. Important lesson from this. Just like with, I believe, is the movie Twins. You know, the important lesson. Take the revenue. Don't take the, the flat payout. Because I want to say it's like... Um, I want to say Danny DeVito and Arnold Schwarzenegger have made more money in their careers off of Twins than anything else just yeah. because they took they took zero pay for it. They just had a revenue share. And you might think, Twins, who gives a shit? Well, that movie shows on, like, TBS and TNT and all of that every fucking weekend at, like, 2 a.m. That movie was on HBO constantly. And then it migrated to the, the, the other networks and... Yeah, like... Take the revenue split. It's like, nope, they're just gonna... Yeah, yeah, okay. I mean, no matter how shitty of a movie you're in, Mm -hmm. or of a video game deal, or whatever, it's still going to keep selling over the long run. Unless it's a game that gets flat out pulled from every service. Yeah. Speaking of which... What the fuck did that? I don't know, she's talking about lights. (laughs) Alexa, stop listening! Jesus Christ! (laughs) No! (laughs) 
Alexa, are you an atheist? I prefer not to answer. That's fine. This is your room, right? <laughs> I did not find that. You didn't buy it. Jesus Christ. Talking politics now? <laughs> I did not find a device called Jesus Christ. Uh, now you know what to name your router. <laughs> oh, all right. Well, I don't even know what we were talking about. We're done. This this podcast. We it's just, you know we've talked about all the talking that we need to talk about this week. You heard me. Yeah, I, heard, I did. Yeah, we talked about all the talking. Are you in the prequels, John? You've been watching too many of the prequels. Yes, too many of the prequels. Hey, you know what? I'm Mace Windu, and I think. There might be a plot to destroy the Jedi. He says that in episode three. I believe there's a plot to destroy the Jedi. Mace. 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 We're going to have to... Episode one had Sith in it. And you went, do we... We need to unravel the mystery of the Sith. Episode two. Still more Sith. Yeah. Count Dooku. A guy you know. Yeah. (laughs) Like, you know this dude. And then in the third episode, oh, by the way, I think... I think somebody's trying to kill us. The Jedi. It took Mace a long time to internalize that idea, Dan. That's the, so he was walking around and, you know... That's, yeah, he was walking around in his fake environment yep. and sashaying around. Yep. You know what I would have liked? These all look like natural people walking through an environment, right, Dan? No, nothing. I think Not even close. with how random some of the things were with Rise of Skywalker... I would have loved for Hayden Christensen to show up as Ghost Vader. His voice does. Yeah, but I'd love him yeah, be a full on ghost. I love those ghosts were um, yes. on that scene. I mean, honestly, yeah. Like, but yeah, Hayden Christensen as Ghost Vader. Have him show up, be like, Ben, Kylo, whatever the fuck I call you. Get over it. No, he comes. He goes over and he's just like, that's not how you romance a woman. Here we go. <laughs> Let, I tell her about you. sand. Tell her about Someday sand. I'm gonna be so powerful. Don't worry. It's all everyone's fault. Don't worry. He's I found a way for you not to die. And Natalie Portman looks at him. Is this in the script? <laughs> um, what? And he's just like, don't worry. You're not gonna die. It's just like, I thought that was a bad dream. We were, we're still not talking about that, right? We're okay. <laughs> Did somebody change script on me? All everyone's fault. How about the scene in the Jedi Council? How can this be? How can we on the council and not be a Jedi Master? There's literally a guy on the Jedi Council already that's a Jedi. I think I, there's a there's one of the in the episode one. One of those guys is is not a Jedi Master. I remember I remember like reading about this. I remember I think even you, John, might have might have even said something about it. There's like one guy I think. Waddle. Yaddle. Yaddle. <laughs> Waddle. You like Waddle. Waddle. Yaddle and Waddle together. They and, had a kid. And now you're Satan. <laughs> Actually, I meant Waddle. Waddle was on the council. Hey, what you going to do? Hey, you a Jedi? So, so yeah, it, this is this is why he's so he's well known to me. Is it's Kiati Mundi? Yeah, right? yeah. He's that. He's the one. But guy. he was made a shortly after appointment. Sure, but, but it's yes. not unprecedented. Yes. Yes. But that was never shown in the movies. I know. I know. Yeah, no, no. It's another one of those fucking. I'm yes. a Star Wars yep. geek. I don't know why it matters so much. Because you started reading Wikipedia and you went, yeah, that seems interesting. No, I remember it was in the lead up too, because there was like so much shit about all that. the magazines. I was talking to my. <clears throat> I was talking to um, 
One of my coworkers, new coworkers, he's a Star Wars guy, so we were talking about episode nine. <clears throat> and like he was like, Yeah, I hate it. I hate that episode one. That's that's my for him, that's his that's the that's the one that he dislikes the and I was like, Yeah, but remember the lead up to that? There's nothing like that. Even even how I anticipated those um, Avengers movies are and how much money they make and stuff like that. There's just never been anything like that episode. Oh, the lead one. episode. Oh god, no, no. All no, no. the magazines. It was yeah. It was so flooded. Yeah. It was like fucking. You were you couldn't get hype. You it was like not get it hyped. was almost twenty years since the the yeah. the, the people movies, were, last movie came out. People were buying tickets. To Wing Commander, so they could watch I, the trailer. I bought tickets to I Wing too. Commander. Yeah, watched the trailer and stayed and watched. Oh, yeah, Wing I watched Commander. the movie because like, what? Fucking, I paid the money. Yeah. I'm gonna watch the movie so I can see fucking uh, Freddie Prince Jr. look at a toothbrush and, and Matthew, go, "I love this thing." And Matthew Lillard. That's a real scene. I know. In that I, fucking. I movie. like when. Remember. <laughs> his commanding officer said saying like you have to live and he goes is that a suggestion or a command are you talking about uh <laughs> checky Cario? no is it checky Cario? yeah it's checky Cario who's the his commander in that is that a suggestion or a command <laughs> hello i'm french but i'm not really french i'm the bad guy from beverly hills cop 2 don't you know no okay i'm just i'm all alone there it's all good I, I was letting you go, man. Same. You just do whatever same you actor. go wherever you want. We got it, John. You he's said a, it like four he's times. The same actor. Yes, John. You're very. It's very. It's very impressive that you. Thank you. Praise me. All right. Top ten video games of this year. <laughs> of the decade. <laughs> go. <laughs> Fuck off. Fuck off. Jedi Fallen Order would be my favorite. Though you. It's a good choice. I don't know if it'd be. It wouldn't be my favorite, but I'd say Bloodstained. I had a lot of fun playing that, despite shortcomings. Like the fact you didn't know where to go half the game. Yeah, this is kind of a weird, weird sure. But it's fun playing that game. Yeah. And when you learn how broken you could become. Because some of those shards... I feel like I really have to give that Outer Wilds another chance. Everybody I do too. Is like, this is the best game. And I was like, I was bored in 20 minutes. And I haven't played it again. But everybody's just like... This is Everyone really says good. it's the better Outer W. Yeah. And I'm sure. I'm not saying it's not. It didn't really... It didn't grab me. Ooh. I want to be grabbed. <laughs> I want a game to just grab me. Show me what it's like to be loved. Mm-hmm. Wanna be loved. Yeah, um, I'll throw Astroneer on the list, because there was that one glorious weekend, Dan, when yeah. we were snowed in, yeah. and all we did was Oh, yeah, you guys, had, you guys had stories. Oh, man, that game was so good. So much fun. Like, it really was, like, such a great weekend, but we definitely burned the candle Oh, like yeah. hard I on no that game. To go back to that game. I, they've done. They've done added a lot. Like I would yeah, almost I interested. In, no, no desire. You at all. can do. Yeah. You can do whatever you want. John. Well, no. The the, the 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 part of the fun of that game is the multiplayer to it. Is the the charm is having Dan and David be off yeah. God knows where, being like, all right, we're going, and I'm like, all right, I'm gonna stay here and, and kind of clean the, <laughs> the base up, get some things building, so that when you guys come back, we got more stuff to do. And it'll all be broken. And then the winds, the winds, the planetary winds randomly decide to blow over your your storage containers. You're like, why is this happening? Or when David places one too many uh, tethers, and then the game goes, oh. Or he tries to build the spa- the the elevated highway around the entirety of the planet. Oh, I've got some good games. Untitled Goose Game. 
I'd call a real good one. It's a fun, stupid game. What the Golf was really good. I played a little bit of Untitled Goose Game since it got added to Game Pass. Um, also, my favorite horror game of the year, Palmyra Orphanage. $6. It's a really good $6. Um, my favorite start of a game and then fucking got way too hard and fuck that noise, Baba is You. That's a, yeah. The first, like, two dozen puzzles is pretty good. And then they make you feel real dumb. Then it's like, I don't know what I'm what looking does at the want. screen and nothing, nothing is coming to me. Uh, let's see, what else would I put on there? My list would include Graveyard Keeper because it is the Stardew Valley game of 2019 that I played a lot of and beat. And they just released DLC, so there's a whole bunch of new content in there that I could play, um, which maybe I'll get to at some point. Oh, I know my best game of the year that I'm not allowed to play, Devotion. Okay. That's the game that was out for like one week and is like on a lot of top lists, which is annoying. Another game that that, uh, I really enjoy, I mean, I'm looking through, I actually broke down everything I played by platform or where I played it. Um, My PS4 section is blank because I don't know if I actually, I can't remember anything I played on the PS4 this year. Um, I did not play my ps4 this year yeah i don't know if i actually played it um <coughs> i looked at my switch and i played about a dozen games on there this year and i finished three of them at least uh katana zero which i bought in there but that's also available on pc that one was really fun um cadence of hyrule which i really liked a whole lot and i've heard nothing but good so good it was so good and it wasn't super long which was great it's like six hours i enjoyed every minute of playing that game and then hearing it not get its proper due in the game of the year discussions for giant bomb means that they like different games they like different games yes um but i'm with brad cadence hyrule deserved to be on that list uh one we played for a hot cup like week and a half two weeks marvel ultimate alliance 3 Two weeks. I was playing that for a while. Okay, you were playing longer than I was. That's for sure. Um, you got two more DLC stuff. There. They have a bunch of stuff out now. They've got a bunch more X Men they added. Ooh, I remember a game that came out and lasted for a whole like day. The Mana Collection. Yeah. Oh yeah, I played some of that. Yeah. I was going to play through Second Nintendo Three, and I played through more of Secret of Mana on that than I ever remember playing before. So it's hard to. Played it's rough. A JRB. Also, that one felt rough. Like of those early games, Secret of Mana was probably the smoothest playing, and it was really janky. It's Number nicely, three was, or Trials of Mana was really tough to play. Well, I just I remember wandering back and forth between one screen trying to level up the weapons. But I think that's the thing that really, like, the hardest thing about that is that it's grind every heavy. new weapon you have to get, that you get, has to be leveled up. And it's sm- they're smart to, like, not let you, you still have to, there's caps on each of them, like, as you progress. But then you get another seed, and now... Ev- now you have to level up all those weapons again. And then so. every spell also. Yeah. yeah. And the worst one is, like, the lunar magic, you don't get till somewhat late. Which means you when you first do. get Lunar, you can level it up to, like, level 6. Lunar spells are complete garbage. And you have to spe- you have to cast the spell. Cast repeatedly, yeah. go to the inn, heal up, go back out in the world, cast yes. repeatedly. If it's a healing spell or self-targeting, you can at least do that in the inn. Yeah. But if it attacks an enemy, yeah. you have to go out into the field, yeah. then go back to heal, yeah. then back in the field. 
Best Switch game, though, that I played this year was by far Fire Emblem Three Houses, and probably, if I think about it, might be the best game I played this year for me. Um, it's definitely, like, in my mind is one of the best things I played this year. Um, I mean, it was so good that immediately after beating the first campaign that I did, I started the second campaign and got a few hours into that before I stopped it for other things. But I do want to get back to that to see the other stories. Uh, that game's really good. Really good. Best game that I should have played a long time ago, which then halfway through this year, this year happened, Night in the Woods. Then cool. this year happened and fuck. Yeah, and then it's... Naughty good look. And then also Near. That's a game I should have played a long time ago. The only game... I beat two games on the Xbox platform this year, including PC. Which was Crackdown 3. Oh boy, that came out this year, right? Oh yeah. And then The Outer Worlds, because I played that with the Game Pass description. And I like that, Outer Worlds, quite a bit. We already talked about it extensively, I think. So, um, Then on the Epic Store, I beat Control. And Dan, you finished that, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. That's a good game. That's a really good game. Best Remedy game I've, ever, I've played. Um, and that DLC is still coming sometime in 2020. I know they released the weird Foundations thing uh, at the Game Awards, but I don't think that's what I'm anyone's really looking forward to. Yeah. Most people want story uh, story bits. So I did boot it up, though, once I got the new video card just to see the ray tracing stuff. Man, that looks amazing. Like, the actual looking at the reflections and stuff like that, acting as they would, like, more so than, you know, the tricks that they have to pull with a lot of the reflection, the actual lighting stuff. It's super impressive. It's also a very good year for indie games. I mean, every year. Like, Gato Roboto. Mm -hmm. That's real good if you like a Metroid style. Sure. Um, A Short Hike. That's a good short game. I am confused by, I think Giant Bomb was talking about it and started talking about how, or no, it... No, not Giant Bomb. It was the Besties. They were talking about a short hike, Mm -hmm. and they start to say, at the very end, they just start laughing at the ending, and it's like, I don't know what fucking game they played. It, there is no humor in the ending. Like, there- No spoilers. No spoilers. No humor in the ending. It's like, that made no sense. Um, Cat Quest 2 was really good. If you want a two-player game that's really silly, Cat Quest 2. Um, Destiny 2 mm-hmm. game like yet again another surprise that I enjoyed it as much as I have that's a really good one um, and they've been doing a pretty good job with their season content so far this new season other than the the bug bugginess of a couple of things in the new season has been cool um, but yeah that's a game that I still need to finish two of the campaigns which is the Red War and the... I don't think I did... Warmind. Warmind, yeah. Uh, but yeah, those the Shadowkeep campaign was really cool. Um, very good. Ooh, I've got two very disappointing games. Sure. Bug Fables, mm-hmm. which should have been really good, but it's an RPG where you never really level up. Like, you never get more powerful and just becomes more and more of you need to hit your timing just right, Paper Mario style to dodge or block everything because if you don't time it right you're just going to keep losing it should have been good and then indivisible 
which I backed on Indiegogo way back, like five or six years ago, finally came out. That game just, it felt like there was no hook. Like, it is all about combos. It's the RPG that's all about how well you could combo. And it's like, RPGs are not where I want a combo. RPGs are where I want a good story. And that game had, like, no story. Like, you just kept going through one dungeon, then through another dungeon, then through another. There's never really, like, a good story hook. And as far as character motivations, your main character's father is killed early on. And then she just kind of forgets about that. She's on a quest for revenge, but who knows why? Because she forgot her father died. Oh, good. RPG. I love eating combos. Combos are good. Yeah, especially Game you wish you had played more of this year. Or a game you regret not finishing. Well, I say, on the I'm an adult, responsible person level, Ring Fit Adventures. Because yeah. I dropped exercise. Dan, any game you think you wish you might have played more of or finished? Mmm... I don't know. I mean, planning on playing Disco Elysium more this weekend, so I mean, I guess maybe that had it for like. A, I mean, I I mean, I feel like I should say Outer Wilds, but like I honestly didn't really want to play it anymore. I'm only only wanting to play it again now because it's showing up on so many people's list and how incredible it is once you start doing yeah, like something a, or another. Yeah. But I was just like, ah, controls are shitty, and I I don't know. I just sometimes. Like, there's sometimes where I like the whole, like, you know, campy, like, uh, like, cutesy shit. Like, I, like, I think I would like Watam. There's sometimes where I like that stuff, and there's sometimes where it just fucking just, I cannot do it. Yeah, maybe I'm just an emo, grimdark, fucking Linkin Park mm-hmm. listening motherfucker, but I don't know. That's just what it is. Yeah. It's just when they're just like, oh, hey, you can take a picture, blah, 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 and tune this down. I was like, I don't fucking care about any of this. <laughs> or, when you, or when you go to a planet and you're like, so what do I do now? It's like, well, you should go do this. It's like, yeah, but can you elaborate just a little bit for me? Just give, give me a thread to pull, start pulling on. See, I just don't like games where you keep repeating the same time over and over. Yeah. Ooh, I know what game I really should have played while. more. <laughs> Anodyne 2. You should tell me what to do. What? Anodyne 2. Kill Ganon. Uh, yeah. That's a game I played for a little bit. It's a lot of fun. I just stopped. Which is a shame, because it's a really good, fun game. I would say, as of right now, for me, looking at what I played, Link's Awakening, I, I kind of dropped that. I need to get back to it, because I liked it a lot. and just That might be, one, possibly, in my opinion, the best-looking game this year. That art style was really good. I'm kind of hoping they do more of that type of stuff with the other Game Boy Color Zelda games, like Oracle of Seasons and Oracle of Ages, because I can never get into those on Game Boy. And they're very similar. Do you have a regrettable purchase this year, Dan, from video games that you wish you had not bought? Kevin? Uh, Probably Bug Fables. uh, It just wasn't that fun. I did like Life is Strange too. That came out mostly this year. That didn't even come out this year. Well, I purchased this year. Blah, 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 blah. For me, probably Mordhau, because I bought it after you guys were done playing it. So I was all set to start to join in with you guys, and then you were like, nope, we're on to the next game. We're playing for like about a month. I know. But you weren't playing. I think I bought it like after the first couple weeks, and then it was not the hot, hot game. So. 
Uh, I bought a game called Project Winner. And like that game. Uh, I bought a game called Eternal Castle Remastered. Remember that Pixel argument at the end of the year? Mm-hmm. I think that game is real shit. Oh, I got another one we might agree on. Sekiro? No, I don't regret purchasing. No? Okay. Alright. I don't think I'm going to finish it. <laughs> you, you found out what it was and you're content. It's a Souls game. It's one of those games you play only if you really hate yourself. Yeah. Alright. Well, why don't we wrap it up? Dan, what are you going to play this week? Uh, probably try to start Disco Elysium in earnest, other than the first, like, three hours that I played. Um, I do, I do have Destiny 2 stuff to finish. Always have Destiny 2 stuff to finish. It's your destiny. I know. Gotta do those Iron Banner bounties. Um, if I get Jaunty, squeeze in some Dragon Quest... Because I was, I was really wanting to start that game at some point. Then Kevin bought it for me, and I was like, I guess just try it. It's a long game. Yeah, I know. When you think you are done, that is like the one-third point. Oh, new Quest for Dragon. Although it's kind of annoying. That game did sort of similar to Nier Automata, where it did a bad <coughs> job of making a point that you should keep playing. Because, like, Nier Automata, when you finish the game the first time, it goes, hey, New Game Plus is open. And then, if it wasn't for all of a sudden, there's, I think, the the leadership of Square Enix forced in something. Because there's a letter that shows up on screen saying, from the management at Square Enix, please continue playing, there is more game. Of which, Dragon Quest Eleven. Once you get the end credits, it's like, hey, new game plus, you could continue where you left off. And it's like, I don't know if I want to. No, you want to. It's actually just the start of the game. It's like a whole different quest. And then when you beat it the second time... Four dragons? Second time you beat it, it feels like the game is completely done and they're just like bonus dungeons. They don't make it clear, no, no, this is actually like the real game still. So you're going to play Dragon Quest Eleven again? Is that what you're saying? I, I wish they had a way, if you already played through the game, if you play it on Switch, you could just do, like, the bonus stuff, but... Mm. What are you going to play then, Kevin? GTA Five. Okay. It's all about that GTA. Gita. And then, if I finish that, I've got Horses and Darth Souls. Horses and Darth, the new hotness. I want to finish Disco Elysium, and then I... Don't know after that. Oh, Dark Souls. Yeah, you know. <laughs> Prepare to die. Yeah, you know. The, the fall of Anakin Skywalker. Kill them. <laughs> Women. Kill them. I hate them. I don't like sand. It's coarse and it gets everywhere. Will I ever see you again? Are you an angel? Yippee! Now <laughs> this is pod racing. Just shoot, shoot him, just shoot him. Oh. Qui-Gon, why are you? <laughs> Qui-Gon. Even, even Obi-Wan's like, why are you? Why do you have the feeling we've just created another pathetic life form? It's like, damn, Obi-Wan. <laughs> Rough. Yep. Although at the same time, if not for Qui-Gon, nothing bad would have happened. Yeah, ever. Never, ever. Never, ever would have ever bad Never, happened. Ever. Anyways, thanks for listening. That's the end of the podcast. Darnell, if you're still listening, and I know you are, Thank you again for the lovely treats, and thank your client for the t-shirts. I think somebody is trying to destroy the Jedi. Shut up, Mace! For fuck's sake! I think we need to tell the Senate that our ability to use the Force is diminished. And then Yoda's like, no! (laughs) Fuck you. (laughs) 
Hmm, think not I do. Get fucked, you will. <laughs> Keep secrets, we will. Hmm, on it you shall spin. That's how people get impeached. Yoda should have been impeached. He wasn't elected, he just took power. Can still get impeached? Yoda is like, hmm, counsel useless. Sit on it at top, I shall. <laughs> Fuck you all. Say no to cops. Don't say, trust him. Say no to Jedi cops. Sleeves Bagano says, you want to buy some Death Stick. Jackster Dexter says, what's up? <laughs> They're cloners, you see. Damn good ones, too. <laughs> George Lucas was a master at names. He now, came up the with... the name of the singer in Return of the Jedi that they inserted? Max Rebo? No, that's, no he was oh. always Max Rebo. Oh. Some stupid name he let his kids. That's just his excuse. He came Darth up with Plagueis. it. Darth Sidious, Darth Plagueis, Darth Tyrannus. Are you Dan? You're referring to Sice Noodles? No, because Sice Noodles was already in there, I believe. Uh, it's a CG lady, the lady with the lips. Man, that scene is jarring. <laughs> that scene is. I was bad. watching it on Christmas Eve for a little bit, and I was just like, man, oh man. Oh, gee, I'm just going to say that movie. Fuck. That movie screwed over all the good original music. Because, you know what? Yeah. I like Nub Nub. And I like the. No, it is Sice Noodles. Yeah. Cool. Max Rebo. Sice Noodles. Yeah. Max Rebo's band was fine. Yeah, they were great. Didn't need didn't stupid. Max Rebo plays all the hits. Yeah. Max Rebo is a good man. Fish sticks, but there's a tender and flaky. Big mistake. It's a, a no, guys. There's a new, there's a new uh, bad lip reading of uh, Last Jedi where they make a they make a song out of Yoda. Yep, like that's so funny. I saw it's that. Best. It's like the best. All right, gentlemen, take us out. Dan, say goodbye. Goodbye. I say goodbye as well. Kevin, say goodbye. Have a happy New Year. Have a happy New Year. The happiest. Hope your New Year be a lot better than the current year. May your New Year be three hundred sixty-five days of another year. W- what about what about the three hundred sixty-six day? Oh, is it? A it's leap a leap year? year. Ah, that's fuck, the, fuck that day. That's the Lord's fuck. day. That's, that's a fake day. <laughs> Fucking. That's what the scientists want you to believe that we're having extra day. But you know what they do on that day? They go fucking it, baby. Hey, That's where you let your guard down. Open your third eye. Well, see, all of the government systems are run on 365-day security things, right? So that's the one day when, when, like, they're all down. But they don't tell you that. You want me to blow your mind? Yeah. There's a guy I went to junior high with. Yeah. This was, like, almost three decades ago. Yeah. He's going to turn 10 next year. Oh, yeah. My parents' anniversary is on the, is on the night. They've been married for yeah. less years than you've been alive. Yep. It happens. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes sometimes parents don't get married right away. Here's some advice. <laughs> See, if you get married on, on like, leap day, that could be kind of fun. Never have a kid on that day. Because oh, yeah. I remember my friend from, from junior high, everyone kept going like, Oh, wow, look at the look at the three-year-old. <laughs> Like, yeah, you just get teased forever. Yeah, and junior high is a bad age. Thanks for listening, everybody. Goodbye. Goodbye. Never be a junior high student. No. Be better than that. Drop out of school. Join the circus. Become a wolf. Become a merchant marine. They're a merchant and a marine. <laughs> that means they could sell shit and kill you. Ride the raid. <laughs>
Join the dri- ride the train. Join the Peace Corps. Is there even a Peace Corps anymore? Yeah. Oh, wow. Is there a Foreign Legion still? Probably. French Foreign Legion? Yeah. Sure. Not U.S., but yeah. Join the French Foreign US Legion. U.S. aid. Don't, don't join the Salvation Army, because they're horrible. Oh, yeah. I heard that the bad. Right? Yes. Yeah, they're very anti-anyone who's not normal. Uh, they're very... Yeah. Unlike Star Wars, which did a great job of talking so much about having a homosexual kiss. And it's not, not Poe and Finn. Also is in the background for like a tenth of a second. If Ray and Kylo are having a romantic relationship, which they should they're not having one. Poe and Finn are having a romantic relationship. <clears throat> it's okay if they want a kissy kissy. You know what they're like with each other? They're like, you're my wingman. No, you're my wingman. We're each other's wingman. Well, this, ser- this this podcast is definitely longer than the 66 seconds that poor Rose Tycho got in oh. Rise of Skywalker. So. I gotta stay behind because I gotta study the boats. Did, did you see the when she was interviewed <laughs> oh, like yeah. on the red carpet? Uh-huh. Like, so what do you think about whatever? And she's like, ha! The laugh is definitely yeah. telling. Just had this, like, harsh laugh and then, like, dead face. Like, fuck off. Hashtag just for us. Yeah. Oh. Just, you know, spend that money, make yourself feel better. That's... Cause know that there are people who still appreciate rough, you, Rose. You had, a rough, you had a rough go of it. Kelly, hey. Murray, Tran. We're done. Bye. Anyway. Goodbye. Farewell. Somebody is trying to kill the Jedi. Yeah. Fuck off, Mace. I have a feeling that... Damn it, Mace. There's a lot of Sith around. Oh, yeah, Anakin's like, oh, I believe that the Supreme Chancellor's a Sith Lord, and then Mace is like, Sith Lord? What? There's none of Are those. You sure? We haven't seen multiple You've of those. You've literally been like, I think there's a Sith Lord around here somewhere. <laughs> the least you could be is, I mean, the most natural reaction would be like, oh, gosh, it is true. But he's just like, Sith Lord? Bullshit. He's all incredulous about it for a bit. Because he didn't get to say it. Yeah. And it's not like, you know, Anakin has spent his whole life surrounded by Sith Lords more than anyone. Oh, wait, he has. Don't worry. He'll get a, Mace Windu will give him a hand. Yeah. I also like that nobody, like, investigated Count Dooku's death. It's just like, it's just like, oh, he had his head chopped off. Uh, yeah, that was just in the middle of combat. Oh, really? Crazy. So the only person with them, so like, all these uh, cameras that are on the on the bridge of the ship, like it shows you kind of executing him, like while he's he's just like, no, that's <laughs> that's uh, it's so when like the it just seems like maybe uh, no, it's just it's cool. Those cameras although, aren't real. Although maybe he went down with the whole ship, right? Was that the same ship that they yeah. get into yes. the planet? So yeah. that ship was salvaged. I don't know if that part of the ship was salvaged because they only got half a ship. Oh, that's true. Everything fits into a nice little package. But I like that nobody nobody asked him about it. It's like, so did you have to kill him? Like, like have, what happened? You could have questioned him a bunch, or you know, at least understood who the who the the Sith behind everything is. He had information. No, no, he no. died. Anakin was holding his ground, okay? No, no. He, he Anakin just held his lightsaber, and they hit some turbulence, and Dooku yeah, fell whoops. forward across whoops. the lightsaber. Whoops. Whoopsie. Let's not, let's not relitigate what we talked about last <laughs> night, where gravity just disappears in the ship in the one section yeah. where the Jedi are. 
They wake up the ventilation shaft. Okay, no more Jedi talk next week. No, we're done. No more Jedi talk next week. We're done with Jedi's. Bye. We're done with Star Wars for a bit because there's no more shows. It'll be Witcher talk. Yeah, Witcher. Witcher talk next week. All right for the for this book club, everyone, go home and read all of the original Witcher books in in Polish. Polish. Yes, in in Italian. I don't know. Cherry Pongerno. Goodbye. Make sure you read The Last Wish. Arrivederci. And we will discuss that one. I hear they made a video version of The Last Wish. It's like episode four or five. As Geralt would say, fuck. No, we'll watch that Polish fan-made movie. Did you see that that thing? Oh, yeah. They just released like a two-hour Polish fan-made Witcher movie. It's supposed to be pretty alright. I just love the fact, though, that on the show, the best line of dialogue is always Geralt just going, Fuck. Yeah. Every time something happens. Yep. Also, what's, what, what's up with all these minorities on this show? Oh, so many peoples of color. They don't <laughs> exist. It's so crazy. Yeah. Right. Elves should only be white? Yeah. What? Alright, well, on that note, we're done. Bye. Good night. Multiculturalism Goodbye. is good. Yes. Don't shit on people who happen to be, oh no, multicultural just because you want your Star Wars all white men. Nope. Sorry. Not going to happen. Don't Bye. do that. Okay. That ain't good.